Uh, hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. It's a long one this week, strap in. It's been a week. <laughs> to say the least, uh, let's get Bethesda out of the way, first of I, all. I listed this in chronological order. I figured it was the only way to to really go through all this was to take it as things happened. The cascade of fuck-ups that was yeah. Bethesda's week. It, yep. It's not been a good week for them. We started out with a group of Fallout 76 players permanently banned. Uh, didn't they go on announcing we're here to hunt down some gays or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they came, a group of uh, Fallout 76 players uh, attacked uh, a gay guy in the game, not in real life. You know, I, I would like to say as deplorable as both actions would be, one is worse than the other. But yeah, they uh, a guy apparently... Apparently two guys met up, and they were getting on okay, and then one of them said that the other's username was cute, and the one with the cute username didn't take kindly to that, and went and got himself a posse together, and subjected uh, their victim to, well, within Fallout 76's sort of PvP thing, a rather pitiful attack, but, you know nonetheless laced with plenty of homophobic insults and well uh, they've got the open mind policy haven't they so yeah yeah they do you know uh so they uh they were reported and they did to bezda yeah let's call him bezda that's a good name to bez's uh, <laughs> uh credit they were banned pretty quickly for three days uh for while well, bethesda investigated at which point they then banned them permanently so I'm guessing, since that's a Bethesda have their own thing, I'm guessing that means that if they want to play Fallout 76 again, they have to like create a whole new account. I mean, did, are they plan- yeah. are they banning the the, the the sort of the gamer tags, or are they banning the machine that they're on? Is what my question is. Then that is, yeah, is it an IP ban? Is it yeah, yeah. some sort of ID ban? Who knows? But um, as many people said, banning someone from playing Fallout 76 isn't much of a punishment. No. Uh, that was the yeah. Let them keep playing. Send them some free atom points. That's what yeah. But not, do. but not quite enough to do anything with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just enough to buy like a doormat or something. That's what yeah. they should do. And as you know, these things go. There were plenty. There was a lot of outcry from people saying, "Oh, so it's okay to shoot and kill someone, but if you call them a faggot, that's wrong." It's like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. Essentially, because yeah, what they're the doing things... in the game is is like pretend. But then insulting someone for their sexuality or anything else is real. So yeah, yeah. fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was they start. You know, Bethesda dealt with that fucking better than most uh, companies. You know, they were quick. They came down, and the the punishment seemed you know very reasonable. And then, <laughs> can I can I just before we leave that bit of it also okay. though, gay or straight, male or female. Don't try and pick people up on a fucking computer game, please. That's just annoying. Like we did. And what is your username's cute? What is that? <laughs> what is I don't that? Know, just, I mean, I'm defending no behaviour by anybody here at all. Like nobody deserved to have homophobic abuse thrown at them, uh, and those people acted really unreasonably. Bethesda acted correctly. At the same time, just stop like flirting with people in games please well i mean 
sometimes I, I think, you know, maybe there's just a bit of an adjective cock up there rather that, you know, maybe didn't quite mean it as it came out. But then obviously this person decided to react like a maniac. That, that is very going, true. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then well, moving swiftly on. Also, you know, turn the game off for a minute or something like that. Literally do anything else. Is, is also maybe. a thing. Yeah. You know, mm. if if the abuse you're getting is is detrimental to your mental health, which is quite a reasonable thing to say, then just switch. The, don't stay there. I've, I've never, yeah, I've never quite got the uh, as someone who sort of I think part of the last generation to have have had some experience in life pre-internet. Uh, I think I was what was I? I was about I was about ten or so when we first got the internet. I whenever I hear you know kid does such and such because of abuse they received online i'm like you can turn it off yeah it's you know you you can put it away i uh, i've never quite fully been able to understand the mentality some of the abuse some of the abuse is horrible and it it, oh yeah can be you know if a kid's being bullied by other kids on a platform like say facebook then that stuff's posted up there, whether you turn it off or not. And that kind of thing can be a problem. But live as it's happening abuse over voice chat, turn the fucking thing off. Just just log on to a different server. Restart the game. Well, you don't have to stop playing. Just, you know, just turn it off Yeah, is all. Which he did and then reported. That, well, this was this did flag up a one problem is that there's no, uh, it turns out there's no easy way to report people. Ah, in, right. Uh, in, that also uh, makes sense. <laughs> on Bethesda system, yeah, they had to sort of go through. Uh, the guy tried to contact the Steam support who told him to go to a web page, which wouldn't properly load, so he had to sort of go through them. Uh, they, You know, hopefully they'll... Well, I say hopefully they'll get that fixed, but they've got other problems to deal with um, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So then there were the bags, because uh, the bags for the... Oh, what's it called? The the Power Armor Edition. The Power Armor Edition. Of course, they were so, every... Go ahead. To clarify, then. last week uh, when we said, you know, we were talking about the initial response from Bethesda was that Bethesda support said that the bags were uh, prohibitively... The material were was prohibitively expensive, so they changed to nylon. Then Bethesda's um, Twitter team came out and said, that's that's ridiculous. That's, that you know, the support team there. Outside contractors, they don't know what's going on. We said they then reiterated the resp- that response that they were too expensive. What they actually said was that the materials for the canvas bags were unavailable at the time, which it's canvas. Yeah, we run out of canvas. It, it is abundant. Yeah, <laughs> it is really. It's such a. It, it got me. It got me. It sent me on this whole thought train about canvas. It, it's like a. I, I thought it, it's like a base material. What is canvas made of? It's canvas. It's like brick. What is brick made of? It's made out of brick. If you break it in half, you get two bits of brick. If you grind it down, you got brick dust. Just grows somewhere. I don't know. I thought the same about canvas, and I hadn't seen it reported anywhere else that we had been. You know, there were global shortages. I'm I'm actually looking it up now. Canvas, I think, is just woven together cotton. It's just the way it's woven. It's I think. Canvas is an extremely durable, plain-woven fabric <laughs> used for making sails, tents, marquees, backpacks, and other items which sturdiness is required. It's also popularly... I can't say that word. Used by artists as a painting surface, stre- typically stretched across a wooden frame. Yeah, there, it doesn't... 
even say on let's its put it, Let's put it this page. way. If there was a canvas shortage, you would know about it. Yeah, you it's would. one of those things of like, you know, when KFC ran out of chicken, <laughs> yeah. it was it, it would be a story on that scale because yeah. it's fun. It's one of those things, like you say, it's kind of like in Minecraft, you ran out of dirt. It is mm. fundamental. We need it for lots of things. Um, so it's it's more that they want they're basically someone some bright spark says, hey, you know, we're doing all these canvas bags for all these power armor things. What if we just did nylon? It's like shitloads cheaper and we've got loads of it out the back. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So, yeah, that was what they put out. Um, and I kind of thought that would be the end of the story. But uh, it turns out... It had a twist. Uh, there was a twist in the tale of this one because it came out that uh, a month or so prior to the launch of... Uh, and this whole story, I mean, from start to finish, it, it it's just... Something sleazy about so you know sticky the the underside of uh, of gaming press and journalism or whatever. Uh, turns out Bethesda held a, an event uh, where they invited a bunch of YouTube and uh, journalists. Eh, what do you call them? Influencers and sorry, I've just been influencers. I've, yeah. I've just done a sick in my mouth a bit. <laughs> yeah, they flew them out. They put them up in a fancy hotel, treated them to dinner, let them play the game ahead of time. Uh, and they gave them goodie bags, and, and these goodie bags contain, you know, masks and loads of, you know, swag. But people suddenly noticed that in all these goodie bags, that the goodie bags themselves were, um, they were, they were backpacks, backpacks made out of canvas. Drum roll, please. Yep. Oh dear. Yeah. So, do you so... feel like maybe this was when they when they were going to do this? They made sort of like because obviously they make these things in in waves. So I wonder if, like, the first wave of these special editions went to the influencers, well, and then well, weren't they different bags? It's a different though? bag, yeah. Different it was bags, more of a, yeah. It was more of a rucksack. Um, maybe they got with, the prototype then. Maybe, maybe, but yeah, that um, it, we were talking about this. It must have been. I, I almost feel sorry for someone in Bethesda who, whenever the canvas bag thing first uh, first happened, there's been someone in Bethesda waiting. Yeah. For the other shoe to drop. Oh yeah. shit! I sent out all those canvas backpacks. Wait till we find this out. And then thud, it came down. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the, the <laughs> this you know this material that Bethesda uh, was finding so difficult to come by. They had uh, give. It turns out they had given it away for free to people whose dicks they were trying to suck. Meanwhile, the people who had paid two hundred dollars. For a shittier version of that, um, it was too expensive or unavailable uh, to give it to them, to give them the thing that they, they wanted. Um, and indeed had paid for. Yeah. It was at this point in the week that a, a post I made on the Fallout subreddit hit the front fucking page of Reddit. Oh, yeah. Uh, do, do you remember last week I offhandedly coined the phrase the, uh, the duffel kerfuffle? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I put. I decided a few days later. I decided to submit that to Reddit. Uh, and uh, what was it? Can we drop the lazy gate suffix and refer to this whole thing as the Duffelkerfel? That made the front page. I got a, a few hundred thousand views, eighteen thousand upvotes, and I got Reddit five Reddit silvers, four Reddit golds, and three Reddit platinums. That means nothing I'm to me, but it sounds I'm very impressive. You've come on the podcast. You, I know. You've come on the podcast. You yeah. just, you're kind of all internet famous now. Yeah. You kind of moved up an echelon beyond us, so I'm surprised all, you're here. All of that for a fucking pun. It's good, though. It, 
was it, so surreal, so freaking weird. And it was, it, you know, a lot of people just having fun with it, but some people genuinely angry with me for making for making light of such a serious fucking issue. And if we give this a silly name, then they won't learn. It'll be easy to dismiss. Uh, uh, it's, it's good, though. And they are sending out now canvas bags, apparently. This was, yeah, they then follow this up by, uh, they, in a rather, I, I thought it was a really curt, uh, very, you know, uh, response. No apology at all. It was just, we are finalizing manufacturing plans for replacement canvas bags for the Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition. If you purchase the C, uh, the C, please visit Bethesda Games and submit a ticket by January 1st, 2019. We'll arrange to send you a replacement as soon as the bags are ready. See, I do wonder is because when we were talking last week when they had all the advert up for it, it didn't have any sort of disclaimer on it that, you know, contents may be ordered from what you see oh, here yeah. sort of thing. I do wonder if the trouble. legal legal people were like, you're going to have to, they've got you over barrel essentially, so just fucking do it. It'll be cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, it was one thing the game being shit, but this, yeah. you know, that was genuinely a genuinely big actionable. mistake. Yeah. And again, it was probably one that it's strange. I think Bethesda are so used to having a lot of goodwill behind them mm-hmm. that they're not used to people not, you know, not being, being anything other than delighted with, with their game. Yeah. yeah. If this had happened in, you know, Fallout 3 or Fallout 4, it wouldn't have been as big an issue. But because Fallout 76 was has been, you know, so poorly received, this bag issue just becomes sort of a lightning rod for the whole thing yeah i mean it's something you can do about it as well i mean here is i mean like we were saying a bit last week that fallout 76 being shit or not shit is ultimately uh you know a a subjective opinion right Mm. whereas you not receiving a good you paid for is a definite thing yeah so i can definitely do something about that yeah and uh there was uh, funny enough there was a lot of things people were uh the interesting thing was people were struggling to get refunds from Bethesda, even for this. Uh, but stories came in. Anyone who was taking this back to, you know, who'd bought it through a third party retailer, you know, a game, Amazon, anywhere like that. They, they, whenever they brought them back to the store, uh, not only were they getting refunds, they were getting apologies because, you know, those retailers knew that this was not, not, a, this is not something you say no to. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you know, you have screwed up in this. On this issue, I, I did notice a bunch of uh, the, uh, like the game site did. They didn't change the picture uh, with the canvas bag, but they did change their description to uh, nylon bag. Which I don't know. You, you change the phys- the description, but the picture's still canvas. Well, that's difficult because then mm. you've got to they've got to take a new picture. Yeah, and nobody wants to take a picture of one of those fucking things. Nylon the, doesn't photograph well. And I was going to no, say they're so shiny; it's difficult to take a picture <laughs> of them. Yeah. You see your reflection in them. Yeah. So it seemed as though Bethesda were going to have a, you know, a halfway decent week with this. They, I thought, oh, well, they've sort of diffused this somewhat. They're still being kind of pissy about it, but they've they've diffused it. And then... Then they fucked up again, because... No, they, they may be facing not just lawsuits from customers, but lawsuits from the EU under the GDPR. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. That's very that's yeah. fun, isn't it? Uh, Due to a bug uh, on Bethesda's website, uh, for about an hour, 
everyone who submitted a all support uh, tickets that were submitted to the website, which included a lot of issues with the game and also a lot of people putting in those refund requests or the the re, uh, requests for uh, the duffel bag replacements. Instead of going to Bethesda's support team, we're being sent out to random users. Awesome. And these tickets included information like customer names, locations, and bank details. Yay. Oh, God. This is a huge... Oh, it's a massive data protection breach. Huge data protection breach. What happened to Bethesda, man? They went from being, like, literally in the space of six months, they've gone from being a company I would probably sell organs to purchase all of their games and to, like, hot brown bumblewer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our scravy of the of the thickest consistency. Yeah. It's oh god, and the the thing was the the only reason they found out about it. I mean, this is the thing: the people who these were being sent out to, um, they had full access to these tickets. They could resolve them if they wanted to. <laughs> they could access them, send you know, say okay, uh, they could approve uh, refunds if they wanted to. And Bethesda only found out about this because the one of the users contacted Bethesda's Twitter support and said, I'm getting your support tickets. That's not good, right? Uh, to which Bethesda said, no, it's not. And like an hour later, all, they, the, all they've said about it was that they resolved the issue and they've been completely silent on it uh, ever since. So, it, it, you know, it, it would not surprise me to see uh, the EU... I don't know who's you know juris. Well, I'm sure it's the it's EU, but whoever's jurisdiction it is, whichever department within there, uh, making a a good case of this as why you don't fuck with GDPR. I wonder if I'm supposed to do anything with GDPR. I, I... it's it sounds very complicated. Mm. I I have users that use me so much. Um... <laughs> uh, and I've never I'm done just... anything about it. I don't have any personal data, though. Email addresses. I'm sure you've got those. Um, well, let's have a look. Yes, I think <laughs> I have. I think I I do have, like, email addresses, but that's it. I certainly don't have any payment information or anything like that. Because and nobody I don't... buys anything from you? No, actually, <laughs> that's part of the, the benefits of using a payment system like Stripe or PayPal is that I never touch uh, bank details or yeah. anything like that. It just never happens. So I I don't have to worry. Because, look, e even if I was doing the best job I could, I wouldn't trust my bank details to me. If no. I were, you know. <laughs> That's a good point. <clears throat> I, I, can, I can get the WordPress plugin that says makes your site secure. That's what I can do. That's my level of security. So I think we I can kind of figured like maybe it would be best if it can be avoided that I don't possess anybody's payment details. There was an interesting thing they brought in that uh, they're, they're mentioning they're bringing in basically two-factor authentication to a lot of uh, uh, online banking now where whenever you want to buy something, uh, the bank will send you, uh, text you, you know, a pin code to enter, a one-time pin code. Uh, and they're saying there's been, you know, a lot of pushback against this because a lot of people in the UK still don't have mobile phones somehow, you know, the elderly and stuff, uh, those weird hermits who live in the woods. 
But I think I'd be just so much better off if every time I wanted to buy something, it just sent a you know a summary of what I was trying to buy like to my mum, and she had to approve it. <laughs> Where's that system? That would you be know, easier. If, if you had, if every time you had to buy something, you knew that Allison would receive a text message listing what it was, you know, with a link to what it was you were trying to purchase. I think, firstly, you know, you'd be a lot better financially off, not only because so much would not get approved, but also because you would think twice before ordering anything. That is very true. I don't buy anything that awful. Mm. I really don't, honestly. Um, You've got me going to my fucking Amazon orders list as if I need to check that I've not bought anything awful, for fuck's sake. (laughs) You've not bought anything she doesn't (laughs) you don't want her to see. Yeah, I don't. There's nothing to... No. It's not a problem, really. Although that system, it would ruin Christmas. The the Amazon wishlist system is potentially ruining of Christmas anyway. Because things disappear off it. And they do have a thing that makes it so that if it's your list, you don't see what's gone off. It leaves stuff on. But then It won't let you know unless you try to purchase something off the list. It'll say, someone bought this for you, so maybe don't. Yeah. But they are also in somewhat trouble because they have been caught inserting recommended items into people's lists. Have they really? (laughs) Yeah. A number of people, uh, people, they have uh, (laughs) a a bride who put a list up for her wedding has received many, many, many packets of Huggies. uh, uh, I don't want to say diapers. That's the American word. uh, Nappies. Nappies. Yeah. Uh, despite the fact that she does not own a child. And it turns out that uh, Amazon have been inserting recommended items. She does not have a child, I think, is the... Never mind, don't you? Never mind. I think you do. Legally your property, yeah. You're definitely responsible for it for a while. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. So they've been caught doing that, and the uh, I've seen photos, and it's just it's really scummy, like a little tiny notification underneath an item, you know, saying recommended by That's, Amazon. Don't do that, Amazon. Kind of ruins the whole point of the fucking. Do you know what? That's the kind of thing where if it worked, it's potentially brilliant. If if they could recommend stuff, and you your reaction was, oh my god, I didn't know I needed that, but I, that has changed my life. That item, then no one would have a problem with it. The problem is that they're recommending nappies to a childless person. Yes. That's yes. The, the Amazon recommendation system is not, it's, it's not a great system. It's uh, hideous. Amazon's it's AI. terrible. Un- because... It's unforgivably shit. I yeah. hate well, I mean, it you know, with a passion. It's like if, when you bought something that you could only conceivably <sighs> want maybe once every year or every 18 yep. months, like a pair of slippers, buy a pair of slippers on Amazon, it will do nothing but recommend you slippers. So, motherfucker, how many feet do you think I've got? Yeah. They're not going like, to be out. <laughs> there's a great Sean Locke uh, routine about how when, it com- when it's coming near Christmas, he doesn't mention anything positive around his, uh, his girlfriend because he knows that if he mentions liking something in passing, that's all he's going to get for Christmas. That's what Amazon is like. I said, you, you like this once, here's a room full of it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. The front page of Amazon for me is still fucking HDMI cables <laughs> and Ethernet you cables. Always, you bought you one. Good... You bought one. You must need nine more. I, I yeah. really, really don't. Really don't. It's I, I would love the opportunity just to tell Amazon I don't own an Xbox One. That would that would improve my recommendations like you wouldn't believe. Like stop recommending yeah. Xbox games to me. 
Why Why are you doing that? It's still yeah. recommending cases for a phone I bought three years ago. Yeah, Gosh. I've got lots of headphones and a TARDIS-shaped teapot. You want that, don't you? We've already got one. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> of course you have. Irritatingly, mine is recommending... Uh, it was a wedding present. See, I do, I, do you know what? What frustrates me with it the most is that I feel that these are problems that could be solved in 10 minutes. Like, really, if products had a thing, just a, a line in their database entry that said, don't recommend this type of thing over and over again. Like, yeah. toilet seats, check. People don't need a new one next week after they've just bought one. So don't do it with that. Yeah, Some... The worst one I had was when we were just about just before we got married. So like we booked everything up and the venue and everything, you know. And it was only a couple of months before. Then I started getting adverts for cancelled wedding <laughs> preparatory things, and then you know what to do with your dress if you have to cancel your wedding. I was like, "Damn, got a lot of faith in me, have you, Internet?" <laughs> <laughs> also, Amazon, I would like you to drop the the section that you entitle "Inspired by Your Wish List," but then just yeah. shows things on my wish list. Yeah. Because that's not inspired by it, is it? That's just that's the copying. wish list. That's so. Get so all my English GCSE essays were inspired by the books that I got from the library, i.e. copied <laughs> from the books I got from the library. <laughs> Absolutely. And yes, I do want that fan with the RGB. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's do... It's the Game Awards! Yep. <laughs> that was laser noises, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Game Awards, the reason why we put the show back a day. Pretty much, talk yeah. about the Game Awards, which I watched, because I was up I'd... anyway, and if I wasn't, I'd have turned the fucking thing off. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, it was long. God, it was, was it, long. I didn't, I didn't, I intended to watch it, but then I, I fell asleep. No, I deliberately went to bed, because I knew if I, because I was sort of up when they were like going, you know, it's just, you know, the pre-show starting. I thought if I stay up for this, I'm up all night. Fuck that. It's going to be just loads of bullshit. Just find out in the morning. Yeah. Uh, And also, right. Pre-show bollocks. If you're giving away awards in the pre-show, it's not pre-show. The pre-show. It's just the show. That's why Mm. everybody was there. And they, they announced several award winners in the alleged pre-show. So that kind of shit does my head in, but it went on (laughs) till, let's see. Was it three hours then? It felt, an hour too long. So it was about you were up to about five. Then were you watching this? Yeah. Oh, dude. Which was, I mean, was fine anyway because I had to get Alison up at, at five. But yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't think there'd only just be enough time to watch the Game Awards <laughs> before I got up. You're, you're not standing there putting your socks on, going, "Hurry up!" <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think that would be the case. It was just so long, and I would also like to say to people who put on these shows. I don't care about music from video games, anything like as much as you think I do. And I am not in any way interested in seeing live performances of them by people I don't know. (laughs) Please stop doing that. You did it at E3. You've done it at the Game Awards now. Just, I don't care. I don't care. They've got to fill the time with something, haven't they? Well, that's my point. Maybe, no, they don't. Don't fill it. No, don't fill it. Just don't don't have that time. The Game Awards could have been an hour shorter and much more enjoyable. I just felt sorry for the people who were there because I could get up and walk around. I nearly (laughs) live-streamed on Twitch with it. That would have been a mistake. Yes, yes, it would. So I'm glad I didn't. Uh, So, yeah, that's, that's really it. But I did like the opening bit with the, the three console people. Oh, yeah. That I was... saw the photo of them all standing together. Yeah, the heads of Sony 
Nintendo and Microsoft. Yeah, that was nice. I was kind yeah. of wishing they like all just held hands in a line and skipped out onto stage. That would have been more fun. And kiss. Yeah. Someone <laughs> heal the world or Ebony yeah. and Ivory or something. Yeah. Or, or really, if just like Reggie and Phil Spencer came out holding hands, staring yeah. at the PlayStation guy, yeah, and he's like, "No, like, don't want to play with you. I've got my own friends, and they're better." Yeah. <laughs> oh god, celebrity deathmatch. Yeah, that's that's a crossplay joke there, everybody. Yeah. Just in yeah. case I needed to explain that one. Yep. So let's kick things off. Let's see who won what. Uh, you start I, with the I'm little gonna one. I'm going to say I told you so on one of them. Okay, I'm scrolling down to the bottom of this list because they start with the biggest one and you oh, want to start okay. with the, the shittest one, really. Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll build up to Game of the Year like the event. Can we ship? Can we skip the eSports bullshit? I was just going to say, so there's all the eSports stuff and no one cares. Or yeah, knows. I, I saw a man in a furry suit go and get, a, um, go and get an award. Yeah, that, he, was, that was something. It's he, why we don't give these fuckers awards. He, he got up on stage for winning best eSports player went like i'm super gay black and a furry and now i'm the greatest esports player like, okay mate um fine yeah but that was that was what he he was very happy it was just mm. nice to see somebody be that happy to be honest uh but we'll skip by all that shit right uh best multiplayer game that's a real thing fortnite <laughs> okay yeah fair enough um it's it's definitely what everyone's playing. I still don't think it's a bad game. Oh, no, no, absolutely I, not. It's I, just not the playing. most popular. Yeah. Um, best sports raising Forza Horizon 4, because you've got to give something to Microsoft. It's their theatre. Um, Pretty much. I don't see why they have to separate sports slash racing. They could just have sports. Uh, I, You know, uh, best strategy game into the breach. I have no idea. I thought yeah. I would have thought from sort of what I saw get the most uh, press this year, I thought it would have been Frostpunk because it's pretty much the only one of those strategy games I've seen. Get well, much, you know. Banner Saga has a lot of reputation, mm. and so does I can't say it. Valkyria Chronicles. Valkyria Chronicles. Uh, but yeah, Into the Breach, I've heard good things. It, it came out on Switch a couple of months ago and people lost their shit about it. And I've been meaning to try it because it's not an expensive game at all. It's like a nine ninety nine indie game. Right. Uh, so And it looks quite reminiscent of 16-bit uh, strategy games, whatever. So I, I'll give it a go and let you know when I do. Uh, best fighting game, Dragon Ball Fighters. I, that, that is supposed... I think it's supposed to be Fighters Z, even though they don't put a space in there because Japanese anime. Why, you know, they don't have to. Yeah, they don't have to follow our conventional rules. I know nothing of that game anyway. That's got a heart for the Soul Calibur and Street Fighter people, like two of the big names, and yeah. fucking Dragon Ball is is what comes and knocks them off that uh, that podium. Yeah, uh, best RPG, Monster Hunter World. Okay. Of those, yeah. I've only played Octopath Traveler, which is very good, though. But then heard. Monster Hunter World is, is a bit more action-y, I think. Speaking of action games, mm -hmm. Dead Cells is the best one, apparently. Oh. Yeah, beating Mega Man 11, which got pretty rave reviews. Jump Firefly. Jump Although maybe Firefly. it's a bit too recent, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, when did it come out? Very recently. <laughs> very recently. <laughs> That's, yeah. I think Dead Cells is been out for a lot longer so maybe it's 
it's had longer to sort of yeah establish itself as being an you know a dominant thing whereas Mega Man 11 it's just out not too long ago so people are still trying to gauge whether it has longevity in it plus if it weren't for dead cells we wouldn't have known about philip so that's true that is absolutely true i'm more than happy for them to get all the increased cells that winning a game award will mean for them fair enough perhaps perhaps that is yeah perhaps that's uh (laughs) that was a political choice yeah we gotta give them something for that best narrative uh meaning best story red dead redemption 2 i'm still well we'll talk about this later but i have finished the uh, i finished the main story in red dead 2 and i'm still digesting it a little bit okay okay it's interesting yeah it's a tough one it's always kind of tricky to judge the stories of rockstar uh, games because the the game is so huge and there's so much else to do that is not related to the story it kind of becomes difficult to put that story in context it's hard to you know because it's so broken up by how you play it yeah it's, it's hard yeah, it's to, not or, like watching a movie it's not I mean, like yeah it's, it's you might do a big story mission and then you may not return to the main story for 10 or 15 hours. Exactly. So it's like, you know, and you go, oh, yeah, that. So it kind of loses a bit of emotional impact if it's like, oh, yeah, I've got to do this because I want to go and fish some more, but I can't until I've exactly the story. <laughs> exactly. Uh, best mobile game, no one cares. Best independent Lawrence? game, uh, Celeste. Yep. Which also won games for impact, which I don't know... Yeah, what I don't that know. means. I don't know what that means. I'm gathering from what they said during one of their acceptance speeches, and they mentioned about it helping you deal with mental health problems or something like that. I'm wondering All if right. that is an element of the game. Right, okay. Fair, yeah, fair enough. That would have been sort of a, a thing where uh, Hellbound, Senua's Sacrifice maybe would have been in there last year. Yeah. Or Hellbleed, sorry. Yeah. Um, best performance went to Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption 2. I watched his acceptance, and first off, whenever you win for best performance, um, if you don't then do a bit of that performance while you're on stage accepting your award, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck do you, the Roger voice. Clark. Do, do the voice. The the other the God of War guy did the voice. He did it. Uh, he didn't even win best performance. And I, and I squealed with joy when he said, yeah. "Read it, boy." That yeah. was that was brilliant. That was fantastic. Also, Christopher Judge. It's uh, my God, the jaw on that man. Yes, indeed. that is a huge. That's a lot of bone. It is, isn't it? Yeah, I could feed a family for weeks. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you'd be told to read it, boy. Yeah, absolutely. Read it, boy. My voice doesn't go low enough. Whereas Roger Clark, oddly, he doesn't sound a huge amount like Arthur Morgan. And he sounded, I, I couldn't actually make out his accent. He sounded a bit American, but a bit Irish as well. I, I don't, yeah. Perhaps he's a Bostonian or something. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Best audio design, please. Best music, Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I know you saying, oh, please, but tell you what, I got an email from Ubisoft the other day saying that they're doing a um a, a orchestra tour of uh, Assassin's Creed music. It's called Assassin's Creed Symphony. It's going around the world next year. Hmm, I might nag Chuck into us going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just because you're not interested, Dredge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. I understand. Um, yeah. 
but it was, well best audio design went to red dead redemption 2 which apparently had some brilliant oh, audio design yeah. uh best music red dead redemption 2 I, again i, I it is uh, it's very subjective it's um, mostly you know it is mostly score in red dead it does you know this isn't i don't think a huge but it does the same thing that red dead one did where there are a couple of moments where they use, you know, licensed music. Yeah. But um, it's hard to, there's only been one or two moments where the, uh, the what's uh, what's actually really odd is there's a few points uh, when you're going through uh, an area, which is sort of like a, a very foresty. It's in the north, northeast section of the map, map. I noticed the music, it started to remind me a lot of Twin Peaks. There was just certain stings in it, which reminded me of Twin Peaks. And I was like, I wonder if this was an intentional thing to evoke the sort of the feeling of the mystery in the woods. Maybe. Yeah. I see uh, Spider-Man as well. I did enjoy the music in Spider-Man, uh, which I was actually at some point going to look up if it was music from the film as well, because it was that good. And I enjoyed tricking the orchestra, which is because, you know, when you when you've been stood still and you jump off a building to start swinging. Oh, yeah. The music starts. And mm-hmm. you feel the orchestra get all excited, like, oh, it's swinging now, music. And then you stop, and they're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Got you. You, you, would got... Be, you would be a dick as a composer. <laughs> exactly. And then you start swinging. He's off again. No, stopped. <laughs> and I just imagine this orchestra, like, trying to keep up with me and tripping over themselves, mm. whatever. I... Lots of fun, Spider-Man. Where were we? Best family game. <laughs> all Nintendo, all fucking Switch games. Well, yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, but, but Overcooked too. That's Team Seventeen. Um, not a Nintendo game. I would have. I, my money was on Super Mario Party. To be honest. Uh, well, oh yeah, Overcooked Two is multi-platform. Bloody it hell. is. Yeah, it's on everything. Yeah. It's on um, everything. Uh, I have Overcooked One, coincidentally, on the Switch, and it's a lot of fun for the twenty minutes we played it. I've never been a fan of those sort of uh, the spinning plates games, you know, where it's like you've got to do this and this and this, and then now you've got to do that while you do this other thing, and then now everything's changed and everything. You have to do another thing while all this is happening, but don't do that because then, and I just like, no, fuck you. You really need to play them with someone you you feel comfortable punching in the face. Like, I I wouldn't play this with Chuck, but I would play it with my brother because I'd be happy to lamp him should we fail it. So that's that's the kind of relationship you have to have with the person you're playing it. it it can be tricky i am still in two minds over playing games with my significant other <laughs> sometimes it's a lot of fun other times you think this is going to be what breaks us up this yeah this, this relationship yeah, needs no yeah, more attention what yeah. oh what's that game on the switch the cut and oh i want to call it super cuts but that's the haircutting that's haircut. that's a haircut yeah it was an enforced two snipper clips okay on the switch a cooperative two-player game yeah and it's it's you start out with the best of intentions with all the love in the world and give it 10 minutes and it's no i didn't say put it there did i you're not listening and it goes on from there and eventually nobody's talking to anybody so yeah i I circumvent (laughs) all of that i i circumvent all of that by immediately resorting to trolling i mean you know (laughs) I don't even pretend that I'm not going to try and screw my partner over. It's like, you do realize I'm going to try and destroy you. And then I do it. Well, and then it's over. 
because and that I find is the best way of doing it. It's the same thing whenever I play Monopoly. Do you know what? As it, we're it, setting up the pieces, I tell them, I'm going to flip this over as soon as you hand me the dice. You know, the competitive games are actually much better because then just competing with each other is built into what you're doing. There, there is no argument that it's decided by the game. It's the cooperative ones, the ones where you've done something that let our side down because whatever, they're the ones that start arguments. So it's, I mean, the trouble is, is that I'm just so much better at games than Alison. So it's, <laughs> it's difficult to find something we can compete at fairly. Of course. Yeah, she's she's down there right now being better than me at Zelda. Mm. I don't know how many hours she is in, but we've already started with the... And have you been to this thing? I'm like, no, what the fuck is that thing? What? What? Stop it. Just... <laughs> well, judging by the amount of hours she somehow found to put into Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm going to say she's about 350 hours into Breath of the Wild. Entirely uh, feasible. You know... Entirely. Yeah. I will go and look it up because the Switch keeps track. So... Oh. I will go and see how long she's put in so far. She's I, she'll have done her fourth divine beast by now, but she's she's gonna get all the fucking shrines. Best art direction, Return of Obradin. I just googled that and like I still have no fucking clue. It, I mean, it does look gorgeous in a really weird way. I'm looking it up now because I know nothing of it either. I'll... It's a weird sort of black and white pixely. Looks kind of old school. All oh, right, okay. Well, it's very arty. And at, yeah. At least just wondering what it looks like in motion. At least they're not rewarding like. Pixel okay, art. in motion that is that is yeah that's impressive. Watch a trailer for it. It's I'm impressed that they pulled this off. Here we go. I'm watching but a trailer for it. Oh, I need to mute that. <laughs> anyway, let, let's yeah let's move on. Best uh, yeah. Uh, Best game direction. God of War. Yep. I think that was entirely down to the how they managed to make multiple deliveries of the word boy. Just yeah. thrilling every time. <laughs> yeah, they did a good job with that. Um, yeah. I, I can say, in my opinion, rightly deserved. It was a wonderful, wonderful game. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, to, to spoil the end, it did win Game of the Year. <laughs> yeah, that is the ending of God of War, is it won Game of the Year? Fair enough. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna say I told you so on that. Well, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, I don't think I've not seen anybody say that that was a bad choice or anything like that. I, I, to be fair, I think if Red Dead had come out a couple of months ago, I, I would have, I, you know, I think it is entirely probable it would have won. But I think it was just by the time that because um, it came out kind of so, so you know, so yeah. close to the Game Awards. I think if people had been trying to take it in for a couple of more months, I think that maybe um, it may well have, have pipped God of War to the post, but uh, I think it was just kind of too soon. But yeah, potentially. I agree with that. But uh, again, very two very, again, two very different games. Yeah. yeah. You know, and two very different stories. I think, uh, you know. Uh, told in two very different ways, so it's it, it you know I suppose that is the, the 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 downfall of the awards system is it's often they're comparing apples, apples to oranges, to oranges, especially yeah. in these big you know these big categories. It's why a lot of them do separate you know split it down into multiple genres, which is it's funny because the the game awards they kind of do that. Yeah, they do both. They have a, don't they? They have they... a best sports and race slash racing category and a best multiplayer game. But the uh, best action adventure 
They've got one for everything. Best strategy, best fighting, best RPG, best VR game, uh, best... You know, there's one for... They could just leave it there. Yeah, but they have to sum up one best game. I think it's a human nature thing. We we like it, I think. We'd like to be able to say that was the best game that year. What, Plus, whatever. you know, I'm sure developers like to have it so they can stick it on their box. Oh, I'm very fucking sure they do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very sure they do. Yeah. Um, I do almost... I, um, I, like I said, I didn't watch the thing, so I'm guessing the game of the year was at the very end. Yes, it was the last thing. I'm glad that that happened because if they had announced Game of the Year first and God Award won, and then for the best uh, performance, Mike Judge or, or sorry Christopher Judge hadn't won as creators, I think that if if he'd known that God of War was going to do so well, I think he might have been a bit more on edge for potentially winning that. I think he yeah. would have been more upset, and I want him to be upset because I like him. Fair I know enough. nothing about the man other than his voice, but I like him. <laughs> Well, and also, no one would have watched the rest of the show. True. Yeah. Also, Especially but, you know. for a they... further three fucking hours. There's a reason why they don't put that at the top of the Oscars best picture. They make you sit through the whole bloody thing. For this is hours. why they don't let me plan stuff. Yes, this is one reason why. Yeah, one. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> but let's get on to the, the, the actual exciting stuff that yeah, came the, out of this. The, actual... the announcements. <laughs> there were, there yes. were announcements from people. So let's see. A new Far Cry game. Hooray! I should probably finish the other one. <laughs> but yeah, so it looks like what they're doing is um, uh, what they've done previously. And they have what like, their main series game, and they have kind of a wacky spin-off of it. Yeah. So this one is going to be called New Dawn. It's a post-apocalyptic uh, kind of game. But I am intrigued by it very much. Uh, not just because it's Far Cry, but it looks amazing. Like the colours in it. Have yeah. you seen, guys seen the trailers? Yeah, it, uh, it, it, yeah. Whenever I mean, they, uh, whenever they said that they were, you know, it was a post-apocalyptic. I thought they were going to be aping Fallout, but yeah, they're actually yeah, but, more aping like Rage almost. Yeah, I mean, because obviously with Fallout, it's always grey or brown or things like that because everything's dead. But I mean, seventeen years after the apocalypse in Montana, looking all right. Yeah. Seems seems okay, apart from, you know, the marauding gangs of nutters. So um yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. I shall be uh, I shall be picking this one up pretty much hopefully when it drops, which I think is gonna be March. So yeah, looking forward to this one. Um the thing about it is I watched the um the trailer and I, I still can't tell from the trailer whether those the creepy twins They're the baddies. Are they the baddies? Yes, the they're way the baddies. It, the way it portrayed it, it almost made it look like you were playing as them. It did, yes, but I think it's just because I they're using that, they're using yeah. the same weapons. I think yeah. that's what it is. But um, well, yeah, you, cut together. You... I, I kind of thought, oh, are we playing as the baddies this time? That'll be fun. No, but... <laughs> I did wonder that because, but then you got to remember that they always kind of these Far Cry games always seem to the most attractive person in it is the baddie. That's true. Always, I mean, they're that's the ones true. on the covers of the games. Um, yeah. so yeah, the, um, I must admit, I sort of felt the same. Like I was like, Oh, that's going to put the cat amongst the pigeons playing as mixed race teenagers. Yeah. Um, but, um, no, they're, they're the bad. I mean, so, yes, what, uh, what, what are the odds that they're incestuous? Uh, unlikely. Um, I would imagine. I don't know. Oh, like mind you, America, America, America they... but as well, I mean, Tumblr's shutting down effectively now. So, <laughs> who can, you know, it's not going to happen. Well, those people will need somewhere to go. <laughs> yeah. What will the adult babies do? Oh, God. Oh, think of the furries, the influx of furries. Yeah. Uh, a massive exodus. Exodus. They'll be roaming the plains. 
<laughs> just just wild furries. Oh. Uh, another game announced was Scavengers. It's do you know what? This is it's difficult to get all that excited about games that are just new, which I feel bad about, but I can't because I know well, I mean I know nothing. Yeah, I mean that's it. We've got nothing to go on and um to be honest, I, when I flick read through the, the list that we're going to go through, if I had a quid for everyone that said open world survival game, I would be much rich by now because <laughs> they're, they're just all that, it seems at the moment. Um, I mean, because that's it. You sort of find it hard to get excited. Think, oh, you know, the teaser trailer seems nice, but okay, can I have a bit more information before I can form any sort of judgment about it yeah scavengers want me to team up with other players to survive i don't want well, to team up with off. other players to survive I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what if if the apocalypse ever comes and i am fucking waiting i am either going to survive or die alone alone 100 <laughs> percent. i, I mean, have had no desire to be around other people pre-apocalypse what the fuck makes you think I'm going to be want to want to be around them afterwards? It's not going to make I people mean, nicer, is it? No. Every bit of media I've ever ingested about post-apocalyptic anything is taught you one lesson: it's stay the fuck away from literally everybody. Yeah. Yeah, Jean-Paul Sartre was right. Hell is other. Hell is people. other people. Yeah. Which is another way of saying all my friends are French. <laughs> okay. Um, so scavengers looks like uh, looks like Fallout seventy six, but it might work. So, but you, then you don't know. this the big one of the evening. I feel is was the next the outer worlds. Oh, is this the one that definitely looks like Fallout? Well, this is the one from uh, Obsidian. Uh, what do you call them? Obsidian, uh, which contains in its trailer uh, the th- uh, the uh, the phrases. From the original creators of Fallout and from the developers of Fallout uh, Fallout New Vegas, uh, and talks about how uh, the trailer, the narrative talks about how everything used to be free and open and wild, and then the corporations bought it up and sold it at increasingly inflated prices. I kind of yeah. This game is kind of like a giant tumescent cock they've just built and built directly outside Bethesda's offices. Yeah. This is the thing. This game's been in development, it turns out, for about two, two and a half years. So they couldn't have known. And because Bethesda don't announce what they're going to do until about six months before they do it, they could not have known how badly Fallout 76 was going to go because we didn't know Fallout 76 existed before, like, what, June of this year? So for them to then put out this trailer that takes a massive swipe at Bethesda... it's pretty fucking ballsy. It really is, but I like and it. I like it, but they need to deliver now. Mm. Do you remember when John Carmack said he's going to make us his bitch? Yeah, yeah, and then he did this, not. This yeah. kind of advertising, you know, if you do not have the cojones to back it up, it will make you look just Stupid. so much worse. So much worse. That said, I have seen uh, they they on I think they put it out to IGN. It's kind of annoying. Uh, they gave the uh, gameplay demo to IGN, and it's just a bunch of idiots from the IGN offices talking over the video as it plays in the background. Uh, you know, you're trying to hear what's going on in the video, and they seem to be sort of basically just talking about, oh, it's a first person open world thing. Yeah, it has all the things in it, but it does 
it seems to have like all of the systems from old Fallout. Lots of dialogue options, uh, you know, uh, lots of options depending on your particular character build. Um, dead-faced uh, NPCs who sort of don't move above the lips. Um, all the things we love and miss. So yeah. I'm actually I'm super excited for this. I really hope that they can pull it off. Um, again, the style of this sort of style of sense of humor, you know, kind of self-aware, um, meta meta e humor. Uh, I like it, but again, yeah, they better they really better pull this off. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, then they had some more anthem stuff, and I just wow, felt wow. bad yeah. for the people because they seem to really care about their project. And the fact is, is that if their project was just literally a piece of poo in a box, I wouldn't be any less likely to buy it than I am to buy Anthem. Um, (laughs) It's like they're talking so passionately about this project they've put years of their life into. And I'm like, yeah, but then then EA published it and I didn't part with my money for any fucking reason. It doesn't matter how good your game is. You see, if I saw poo in a box as opposed to like poo in a toilet or on the street, I would be more intrigued because I'm like, why did they put it in a box? It does call attention to that particular What is it about this poo? Is it a poo? Is there something special about this poo? Is there something about the person this came from or where it's going to? Is my poo in a box? Yeah, there we go. I was waiting for that. (laughs) (laughs) Then there was something about a new Dragon Age game, but that's, that's it. I tried to get into Dragon Age because I was a big Mass Effect fan back in today. Not today. Today. Um, as in back in the day. But northern like. Uh, but I never managed to get into uh, Dragon Age. They sort of managed to screw it up kind of with odd. Like Dragon Age 2 was like kind of linear. Yeah. And then Dragon Age 3 was a big buggy mess. So, but apparently this is a new, a very brief teaser for a new Dragon Age game. I, I would actually like to call attention to this, what is it, a minute and a second long video and send it to the people at uh, who make Diablo. Right. The name has gone to my head. Oh, Diablo, uh, bloody Blizzard. Blizzard, yeah. The people who want to tell us that they're making Diablo 4 but have had no footage to show. Um <laughs> Neither did the people who are making this Dragon Age game. They didn't even write fucking Dragon Age on the video. It never says it. No. And yet, here's the trailer, and they managed to put that out and not have a massive scandal that lasted for two weeks. Just saying. Maybe hmm. maybe just use this, this little video here as an example of how you can announce that you're making a game when you don't actually have anything to show. Just saying. Well, um, also, you'll note that what... What uh, who is it that do Dragon Age and uh, Mass Effect? Bioware. What Bioware didn't do was they didn't act like they were going to release a new Dragon Age game, and then and then yeah. announce a free to play, uh, reskinned garbage mobile game. Instead, they just teased a new Dragon Age game. Difficult to go wrong with that, really. It seemed to work. Yeah, <laughs> it seemed to work. It seemed to work indeed. Uh, we also heard about a game called The Last Campfire, which I I have no opinion about. The, there's a lot of these sort of floaty graphics games. That's not the right description. Floaty graphics games. Floaty okay. gra- hang on, hang on. 
it, it seems to be the new trend. Basically, whatever graphic style you call The Last Campfire seems to be the next trend in where game graphics are going from indie games. Yeah, rather than being throwback pixel graphics, which was kind of um, last year, last year's hotness, um, this, like you say, this kind of floaty, kind of car- sort of dark cartoony, yeah. kind of grimdark fairy tale kind of look um seems to be the the thing at the moment so yeah there does yeah. seem to be a bunch of games that look like that yeah i agree uh, i will come to more on this list i'm sure mm. um oh actually i don't know i swear atlas. i saw more last night atlas uh okay i mm. i have no further opinion but we seem to be saying that well it's just, it's an mmo set on the high seas so i think there's a few you know as well as uh sea of thieves there's a few other games trying to get into this oh Oh, hang on. Uh, sorry, I I did start the video playing. It looks awful. It, it, really? That water looks hideous. That animation of the boat on that water. Oh dear God, this is they oh, mustn't put this out yet. This looks yeah. shit. Mm. Like gameplay aside, the the appearance is quite nineteen ninety nine ish. Maybe that's too far back. I just like yeah. to say that because I'm old now. Um, what's pathless? I did watch all of these last night, and I've I've not remembered a single one because it, it was very it. early in the morning. It was also oh, it's another floaty graphics game. <laughs> yes, it is. There we go. See, it's the thing. Apparently, you're friends with an eagle, so hunting and solving puzzles. Yeah, I've, I've yeah, we're waiting for a new Zelda game to come out. Yeah, uh, Rage Two, because what everybody wants right now is a new Bethesda game. Yeah. Again, it must be so hard. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, this one, it must be said, even though this is being published by Bethesda, it's not being made by them. So, yeah, it might be uh, good. Yeah, like we say, Bethesda, they did the thing of buying up all of these really cool developers to work for them. And right now, all those developers really must be regretting (laughs) that decision because they're suddenly in bed with uh, a very unpopular person uh what's next psychonauts 2 which i think some people will be excited about mm. i haven't it played surely makes me want to go back and play psychonauts 1 again because i never finished it <laughs> it's a cult hit for a reason there are problems <laughs> oh right yeah control wise and sort of that it, uh, it has a really weird difficulty spike uh it's a sort of it calls for some very precise platforming and some you know twitchy controls right but it's it's very well received the, the problem i have now is that i i having not played psych not played psychonauts one all the way through uh i i am a huge invader zim fan uh and it's weird hearing invader zim's voice coming out of another character in a trailer right yes yeah um i'm wondering if i have psychonauts it's an xbox game isn't you probably it? it was originally xbox it is on pc I'm not sure if it if it was ported to other platforms as well, but it was for a long time. It was uh, like one of the big Xbox exclusives, right? Yeah, I don't think. And this is this is now one of the uh, this Psychonauts two was announced a few years. ago. It's one of the big sort of Kickstarter funded games, right? Okay, yeah. So what's interesting is there has actually, if you've wanted to, you could actually see quite a bit of sort of behind the scenes of this game being developed they've been putting out pretty regular updates um i think because it's uh crowdfunded they did and so many you know there have been so many crowdfunding nightmare stories they've wanted to let people know look we're you know we're making a game here it is yeah we're actually we're doing the thing don't hate us (laughs) well i can understand that 
So yeah, but apparently this is now it's uh, coming in. I think June twenty nineteen. So cool. Yeah. Uh, we also have an announcement for a game called Dauntless. They lost me at multiplayer Monster Slayer. Yep. Um, PC, Xbox, <laughs> Switch, and mobile, and PS four. That's everything then. And launching mm-hmm. on the Epic Game Store. Which, yeah, we'll get to. We'll get mm-hmm. to. Mortal Kombat 11. I love that logo. It's good, isn't it? It's a good logo. Um, Although, admittedly, whenever I was... It's one of the fucking problems. Whenever I was writing... The, I, I went to write this into an early draft of the uh, the agenda. And fucking force of habit, I wrote it as Mortal Kombat 2. Right, yeah, because the one... Because, one. Of Roman numeral, because of Roman numerals, it took me a while. I was like, no, no, that's not right. This is how you end up with a copy of uh, Final Fantasy XII. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, again, from the exact same thing they do with all Mortal Kombat. It, it, well, actually, it's not. Because every other Mortal Kombat trailer for the past few years, the CG trailer they do to announce the game, it's always been Sub-Zero versus Scorpion. Oddly, this time, it's multiple different versions of, of Scorpion versus weird Red Ra- uh, Raiden. I don't know. I don't know who Red Raiden is. Can I can I confess something that I I'm in two minds about confessing here, to be honest, because I, I feel this might be a massive strike to my credibility as somebody who comments on couple on video this games. Is a, this, but, this is a safe space. Okay. I thought the last Mortal Kombat game was Mortal Kombat three on the SNES. What <laughs> what is this okay. Mortal Kombat eleven bollocks? When yeah, when did review. all Kombat of the other games active. happen? I've yeah. not yeah, heard like, anything so mortal kombat 9 was the sort of reboot yeah and 10 and, was very, rather very well received i remember as i remember it. Uh, 10, loved it 10 they sort of jumped forward they had like characters kids you now fighting and now mortal kombat 11 it looks like from this trailer they're gonna be uh fucking about with time travel hence old scorpion making an appearance at the end um oh they uh, right so the others aren't numbered though they I've, weren't I've, numbered. I've I just typed they, Mortal Kombat into CEX. So eventually I'm, they dropped numbers after like I think after about three. Then they just started going with you know title, you know Mortal Kombat subtitle, title, like Assassin's yeah. Creed does now. Yeah, uh, and then even the Mortal Kombat the reboot, which was nine, which isn't a reboot. They did a Star Trek uh, thing, you know, like the the Kelvin verse, where the it was movies, like yeah, they had you know they had a, a time travel thing, which you know had them go back to the beginning of the story but have Raiden be aware of it but still manage to balls everything up. I I have always thought the story in fighting games is as significant as the story in porn. Oh, absolutely. It's like, really, is this why anybody turned up? Does it matter who these characters are? We just just came to have a fight. That was it. That was my experience of when we started playing Tekken when we first got a PlayStation and like watching the cutscenes at the end of like and just going, I don't understand what What's happening? <laughs> it's hilarious. It's same with even, you know, Street Fighter and that. But the, the thing that I kind of, it's funny about it, and it's the reason that story only started mattering. Uh, funny enough, one of the first games to do, like, story where the, they changed it was uh, Injustice, Gods mm-hmm. Among Us, which was the, you know, the big DC fighter. But it's because they figured out the way to, it used to be whenever you did a story mode, each and every character had their own story. Yeah, and trying to write a narrative for you know 
11 different characters and making all 11 of those different stories yeah make sense within the thing you know that was a huge challenge and i'd love to have uh, seen them do that with smash brothers this time around. exactly exactly whereas with injustice and then with the sort of the mortal Kombat games after that they decided instead of doing that they had one story where you went through each of the characters and they all had a little bit part to play in the overall thing and then that was it you know you didn't have 11 different endings you had one beginning, one story, one ending, and you know, it was a huge, it was a huge shakeup. Um, but it's, there's still some games that you know, like the uh, the Tekkens and the the Dead or Alive's that still are like, okay, how do we work the panda into this? <clears throat> yeah, it's like when, when Street Fighter Two came out, did anyone give a shit who any of those? Ca- there was Ninja Dude and Army Guy and guy that looks like a chauffeur who we all thought was a chauffeur. And the big green Hulk guy that's not Hulk. And yeah. that's how we knew those characters. They were meaningless. It, yeah. it could have been anyone and anything. We didn't give a shit. Chun Li, that was closest to looking like a fit girl. Hmm. As much as anything in 16 bit could look like a fit girl. Them thighs. Mm. And that kind of, you know, it, we, we didn't care. So I find it weird that yeah. even now it's like. Oh, but this—they're doing time travel. Like it's still just a fighting game, right? That's, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Then that's and I—I I do look it. forward to—I uh, do look forward to seeing how they manage to uh, to reinvent the dismemberment and gore systems because I love it. And I, the thing I love more—the uh, thing I love even more than the the you know the, the obscene uh, blood and gore in the new Mortal Kombat games is uh, watching people get pissed off about it because there are still people who look at this and go, oh, really? thank you, the children. Oh. oh, are you kidding me? Yes. Oh, I'm going to have to get some of these then, I think. Like, cause Honestly, I've never... Game. I didn't play Mortal Kombat, the reboot. I didn't play Mortal Kombat 10. I probably won't play Mortal Kombat, Kombat 11. I have watched multiple times super cuts of every fatality i watched that's, a movie of the story for Mortal Kombat yeah. 10 yeah that's, that's I did the that. last time i saw it yeah yeah <laughs> i quite enjoyed it <laughs> did I actually yeah they, they admirably managed to sort of make sense of you know the eight previous games worth of nonsense mm. fitting in as many characters and storylines as they could and you know cutting out as many as as many of the other ones as they could as well so what but that's yeah. That's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's Mortal Kombat. Hades. Oh, did that look uninspiringly dull? <laughs> um, yeah, all that struck me about that was oh. this game isn't as spectacular looking as you want me to think it is. Mm. Well, it's from the makers of Bastion, which was one of the big sort of... Oh, I have isometric. that. Yeah, I have it too. Um, I haven't played it. Me really. either. It was a bundle. <laughs> didn't knowingly or willingly buy it but i have it mm. uh the stanley parable is coming to consoles <laughs> this this the, yeah that made me laugh yeah i was like i wonder if they're gonna have the don't play this for five years achievement on it because i they probably will they <laughs> and probably i bet what they'll do is they'll make it like a one point achievement yeah and yeah. It, so yeah the trailer <laughs> the trailer you know it's it's funny the same self-aware thing um I was surprised that it hadn't come to tr- come to consoles before now. Well, it is now. It's coming with new endings and other additional stuff, and uh, yeah, I will definitely, I will definitely play that again. I still haven't loaded up my uh, my copy of Stanley Parable to see if I can get the. I'm going to leave that till 
Maybe. I don't know when. To, uh, I might leave it till like the 1st of January just to see if I can get that five-year achievement. All right, right. Yeah. Uh, I'll be pissed off if I don't. <laughs> we have a game called Journey to the Savage Planet, which looks like another fucking Survive on a Planet game. Yep. Mm-hmm. It says founded by last by uh, Far Cry 4's director, which okay. looks, yeah, so it's going to be another Far Cry type game. Uh, among trees, floaty graphics. <laughs> See, I'm not making this up, am I? There's there's an no, abundance no, you know, of no, floaty no. graphics now. That's... Even Fortnite does it to a certain extent. Yeah. Uh, PUBG, that's not a new thing. No. Uh, Fortnite, that's also not a new thing. No. Ashen, post-apocalyptic open world. Oh, God. Oh, the other, it was, they did one of those. You can play it now. Things it's on the it's on the Xbox Store now. Ashen. Right. So if you want to try it, you can. Great. Another open world post-apocalyptic co-op thing. Oh God, I haven't got eight thousand of those. Let me buy it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Journey. That's not a new thing either. It's coming to was, other things. Yeah, I was surprised to see that breaking PlayStation exclusivity because it has been since the PlayStation Three. Right. It, it got its remastered version. Uh, I can't remember if it was this year or last year, but yeah, no, apparently it's coming to PC, and it's. I really enjoyed it. It's the kind of game you will, you, you know, you'll probably only play it once, but it'll be a great experience. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I got it as a PlayStation Plus thing. Yeah, I think they gave it away as PlayStation Plus, and I. Yeah, the cool thing was they, I, they gave it to people. They gave the remastered version for free to people who had bought the original on PlayStation 3. They gave them the PlayStation 4 version, which was oh, pretty cool. 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 Yeah. Uh, this article also mentions Devil May Cry 5, which is also not new. No. Uh, and then Ancestors Humankind Odyssey. That's some big words altogether, isn't it? Yeah. But then they follow them with Open World Survival Game. <laughs> Just... Just play Far Cry Primal. It looks like basically the same thing. Yeah. These open world survival games are all well and good, but uh, it seems that's Would it kill all you to put there a fucking is. story in one of these things? Yeah. yeah. I mean, from the way they cut, they do this trailer, it makes like humankind's evolution seem like a proper fucking horror story. Probably it's all was. in black and white with red ha- highlights and, you know, fucking tense music. I, you know, I think a lot of our, you know, many millions of years of evolution because that's what happened it was just sitting around in trees wanking that was probably a large portion of it that's a large portion i know it in takes fact, up a, a big bit of my day got to that point that is where you could really call us humans yeah mm. i would say so so that's the game awards and all the things that came from it notable yeah um, notable absence of um death stranding i thought i was expecting something or that um, other one you're super excited about, which is the name of which has fallen out of my brain at the moment. Um, the, there was a people thought oh, it was yeah. going to be a Metroid. Cyberpunk. Yeah, oh, and Cyberpunk. yeah Cyberpunk. Yeah. Also, well, people were getting excited about there might be a new Splinter Cell as well, but nothing came of that as, again. People yeah. have been well, excited about that for a few months now. The Canadians got us all riled up about that. Back with the fucking Walmart leaks. Yeah. We're still yeah. waiting. So, you know. So... Who wants to put their money where their mouth is and wonder what's going to be on the um, the best games awards this time next year? Will uh, I mean I might put a tenner on Death Stranding winning it if it comes out. I I do not know. I I couldn't because we know so little. <laughs> yeah, 
but is it going to be that thing of it's so weird it must be great therefore i'm going to vote for it as uh the best game to not look ignorant it's like yeah um did you notice that happening i think we both had odd reactions to twin peaks last year where, yeah, you know, neither of us was, one... like, fully satisfied by it. No, but it was that thing of they had one amazing episode. Yeah. You know, that this is the water, this is the well one. Yeah. And then it just went to shit. It kind of a bit how I felt about American Horror Story, the last series. that just. Oh, did just you finished. finally finish that? I did that finish it. Episode, just... Yeah, bad oh, ending. Yeah. Hell. Yeah. But, I mean, episode six, fucking tremendous. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, that's... I, but I wonder if it might... People might just vote for it going... I don't really know what it's about, but everyone else is voting for his best game. I better vote for his best game. Otherwise, that's what I'm saying. Stupid. Twin Peaks last year, even though a lot of people, you know, a lot of like fans of the show and non-fans of the show were like, huh? Yeah. It still won a lot of awards for, you know, revolutionizing TV. And it's like, you don't fucking know anything. You don't know any more than I do. You don't, you're just, you don't want to look dumb. Dumb. I think Game of the Year 2019 Will well, be <laughs> possible? No, don't be silly. It Dang will it. be Sonic Team Racing. No, Shenmue Three. No, <laughs> hang on. I'm just. I found a list of games we know are coming out in 2019, and I'm trying to pick off there. Oh yeah, that's weird. It didn't make sense. They also announced the uh, the not new, but the remake of Crash Team Racing. Yes, they did, and um, that was the most interesting was thing I thought was announced. To yeah. be honest. Uh, it's interesting because it's the one racing, one of the sort of the, that era of kart racing games I haven't played, and apparently it's the best one. It's very good. People are big fans of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven might be game of the year next year if yeah. it comes out in twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah, I thought that it was a bit sketchy about where it was going to come out next year. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's not. That's not locked down. I don't think. Then that maybe may, you know. Yeah. Maybe Bayonetta three then, <laughs> possibly. I don't know. It's it's too early to tell yet. The uh, the reviews so far uh, today for Smash Ultimate are overwhelmingly positive. It seems. Yeah, that's the review I got from my uh, my London correspondent. My brother got it today, and um, I sent him a message saying, "Has it turned up?" Because his copy of Red Dead didn't turn up on time. So I said, "Did it come?" And he said, "Yes, I've been playing it for nine hours." Oh, so he bought a Switch <laughs> just to play. He really no, he, but we we bought him a Switch for his birthday ah, just right, this last right. year. So with the idea that he wanted to play some other things, but the idea was ultimately he would play this today. Um, so, yeah, um, I think it's probably now 10 hours and counting he's been playing that. So mm. I've done a really stupid thing with Smash Brothers. And what did you do? In fact, Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I've asked for them for Christmas. Huh. So you've got to wait. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you have to play one of your eight other 8,000 games you haven't played yet in the yeah. What I didn't realise... I want to play them now. I want to play yeah. Smash. I want to play Smash now. There was, it was one oh, of the interesting things about Smash. They put up a giant mural to it at um, in Paris at a, at a uh, metro station. Yeah. Like the big character thing. And I looked at it and I thought, huh, this is Paris. Why isn't it on fire? Yeah, I was about to say, why is it not been, you know, yeah. rammed through the doors of the Bastille yet? <laughs> yes. Because everyone loves Smash Brothers, apparently. Yes. I think that's yeah, what that's it's true. You know, it's, is, um, is that why they chose Paris? Are they hoping that this will bring people together? I don't know. Right, that probably They'll not. find President Macron find, hiding behind it. Yeah. 
So yeah, I have to wait till uh, Christmas Day. Oh. And it's not even from Alison, so I can't talk her into giving it me early. Oh, she has no no mercy. No control over this, yeah. It's it's a mum present. Ah. I ain't I ain't breaking down that wall. <laughs> that is you know what the answer's gonna be. <laughs> you know what the answer's gonna be. What's that? <laughs> no. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. Do you know how many times in the last forty years my parents have, have <laughs> had an argument with me? about how I'm not having that game early. And, God, so many. So mm. many. Oh, PC games, Amstrad games, Game Gear games. It goes back years and years. No, you've asked mm. for it, but you can have it on Christmas. Otherwise, what are you going to do on Christmas? Well, I'm going to keep playing Smash Brothers, Mum. Mm-hmm. Well, my mum was... My mum did do the thing of letting me play it for a couple of days and then taking it off me, and that was so that, much worse. That is worse. It is so much worse, that, I have to say. Yeah, that's worse. And what oh, happened? Yeah. your mum didn't, didn't drop on you what my mum or Nan would have said, which is, what makes you think you're getting it? <laughs> I did get that a few times, but the problem was my mum didn't know like games and stuff, so she would have right. to send me to get it. So I knew I was getting it. We, that's the kind of family we are. We don't do surprises. We've all got varying levels of post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, no that, surprises, thank you. That's why, uh, yeah. So we all buy each other. We tell each other what we want. We usually buy it ourselves, and then we forget what we, you know, we we bought ourselves for Christmas, and you know, we're all very surprised. Oh, I got on that. Christmas morning. Oh, would you look at that? Thank you. I have I have shot my I I really annoyingly shot myself in the foot because my uh, I told you about that. that Oh, actually, I told you about this last week. The, the my copy of that game console book arrived. Ah, yeah, and I yeah. really, re- I really resent, regret saying to my little sister, "Oh, you should get me that for Christmas," because I still really fucking want it. Which means it's a great present. Yeah, but I can't have it. No, see, I was, I was just pressured into it by my mum. She was like, "What do you want? I need to know now." Like, I want the cowboy game. <laughs> She she normally goes off my Amazon wish list, but the trouble is, I use my Amazon wish list like a, a bookmarking tool more than anything. Like the as I look at it, the first item do you not on have multiple lists. Yeah, I do, but that doesn't help. Uh, <laughs> you know, because they're divided into console platforms and things like that, and that's no help to my mum. And it's also no help that the first thing on my wish list is a Samsung 4K TV. I'm not getting that for Christmas. So it just puts pressure on. She she was frantic on the phone. We're getting way off topic, and there's so much more news. Mm. Um, I'll start getting picky with it after a while and yeah, brushing over da, da, stuff. Da, da, da. Exactly. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Big Willie stuff. <laughs> so following the announcement that uh, following the announcement that Steambox is dead, and everybody's suddenly going, "Oh, I want one now." Uh, Steam have put out a an app for, for yeah the Raspberry Pi, yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so you can now make your own Raspberry Pi Steam Link box, and I mean, I'm surprised you you probably could before, but it, it involved probably involved a lot of fiddling. They've now just made the you know the Raspberry or the Steam Link app compatible with Raspberry Pi, you know, whatever uh, operating system. Runs uh, Raspbian, I think it's called. It's um, it's actually already built into RetroPie. Is it right? You can okay. just go and install. You know, in in RetroPie where yeah. you have the optional modules yeah. thing, it's in there. 
Right, and cool. you can just go and activate it right now. Um, which is very cool. Yeah. And makes it a little more obvious as to why they probably are discontinuing this box. Yeah, I got to say, if it was probably costing them more to make it than they were getting yeah. from it because a tiny little thing that basically is just... I mean, I imagine if you open your Steam Link box up, it would be mostly empty. And there's not a lot of space there anyway. No, it's tiny. <laughs> so, yeah, this is this is probably better. Yeah. And yep. as it's pointed out, if you then, you know, the great thing about a Raspberry Pi is if you no longer want your Steam Link box, you can turn it into a whole bunch of stuff. Well, yeah. And it already is a whole bunch of stuff if you've done it through RetroPie. Yep. You know, so do that, everybody. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Then the next couple of things are kind of we can wrap up into one thing. Yeah. Uh, Steam announced they're going to take smaller sales cut uh, from the money uh, of the biggest selling games on their store. This um, has not gone down well. How has it not gone down well? I at best didn't care. Well, because it's it's fundamental. You know, essentially, what Steam do it's a tax, and one of the fundamental ideas of taxation, you know, fair taxation, is the more money you make, the more tax you pay. Yes. And the less money you make, the less tax you pay. Here, they are giving massive cuts to the biggest. What what are essentially going to be the you know the big game studios in order to keep using their platform meanwhile the indies the people who actually could benefit from not having you know a third of their revenue taken by by a, a massive company they get fuck all why don't they just have a flat rate well they did 30% and now they're saying but now they're saying okay if you make um after 10 million that it goes down to 25% and then at fifty million, it take, it goes down to twenty percent. And the thing about this is, not only is this it's this isn't a sales number. This isn't a a, a number of sales. This is a, a you know a, a monetary amount. Yeah. A lot of indie games sell for much cheaper than the big AAA games. You know. You know. You don't have that, to sell know, as many copies of FIFA to make to make up that yeah. that forty. You know that ten million. 20 million, 50 million, whatever. Whereas someone who's selling their game for a tenner to get up to 10 million, that's all, you know, it's six times the work that a major studio is going to have to do. Yeah. With uh, just a huge amount less of the resources. It's just, a, you know, it seems like a desperate grab to keep the big publishers with them. Well, it but will it's going to cause, I think Steam don't realize a lot of their business is the little guys. You know, there are far more indie well, games. don't... They will have done the maths. Probably. They, they, yeah. they know exactly what sells on their website and what money they get from it. And they... Yeah, they will have done the maths and figured out that... Because anytime you do something like this, you're effectively giving money, which is not good for a business. Uh, that's hmm. the opposite yeah. of what you want to do. Uh, so they, they'll have worked out that losing this much money on the percentages will result in more money in other places. Um, it, I think big companies like this, thing to do. I think they f- often feel to take into account <laughs> that, you know, the social ram, you know, pushback yeah, they're yeah. going to get from this, which, um, a lot of people, I think, you know, I could see a lot of 
smaller devs taking their business potentially elsewhere as sort of a protest, which who knows whether it would hurt uh, Valve long term or not. Yeah. But it's I, spe- it kind of especially stings considering Valve don't make fucking games anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You see, I, I can see them thinking that it doesn't hurt the smaller developers. They aren't taking anything away from them. They still pay the same 30% that they've always paid. It's just yeah. that the big guys pay less now, which seems icky, really. Yeah. yeah. And it it does strike me, you know, yeah. Fallout 76, uh, you know, for the first time ever, uh, well, first time in modern history that uh, a Fallout game hasn't launched on Steam. Uh, Fortnite, for, uh, it launched through Epic's own launcher. A whole bunch of sort of big games, uh, all of Blizzard stuff, uh, uh, Overwatch and stuff like that is all done. This may be possibly a way to attract those big guys back to the steam store by giving you know by giving them a break because you know those games aren't going to struggle to reach 10 uh you know 10 million 40 million 50 million whatever but it's scummy it is i think unfortunately this happens in retail all over the place that probably the yeah. bigger companies have more clout with the stores than smaller companies you know if i'm a small artisanal sausage maker and you are and, a small and, artisanal sausage maker rich it's what we've all been saying about yeah you. and i've managed to get my product into keith lee asda then i don't have as much say with them as say kellogg's kellogg's who, make sausages well just you know or walls in that crunchy. case they probably are uh but you know if if I'm to say, well, I'm not going to give you my sausages to sell in my store, then Asda don't give a shit. But if Kellogg say, well, you're not having Frosties and Cocoa Pops anymore, then Asda are the ones who do a shit. Yeah. Um, and and so, therefore, Kellogg's are able to work out a better deal with Asda than Rich's Artisanal Sausages. Uh, and that's the way it goes. And that's what's yeah. happening here. You know, if you're EA, you can you can deal with Steam with valve if you're bloke making game no they don't want to hear from you um it's an old problem but i think it's a new problem to these types of stores yeah because there's there's been no competition for steam not yeah we're only starting to see i mean uh i think all the other competition has had the problem of being fucking annoying things like you play yeah and uh, I don't know what I don't really have too much uh, in-depth knowledge of Origin. They're is, all pretty annoying. Yeah. You have to have a separate thing. The only but, one that hasn't been super annoying has been good old games, but they have their own problems. Yeah, they mm-hmm. do. <laughs> they do. But I mean, I mean, you know, so it, it's. I think the the problem Steam faces is that this isn't. You know, when we talk about say a, a another company launching a game store like epic um this is the first real competition steam are facing kind of yeah and this seems like a knee-jerk reaction to that uh because the you know epic have announced they're they're doing a game store and they're going to take a smaller cut of games Uh, Mm -hmm. as as a user i couldn't care less this is you know this is for developers yeah this kind of news 
what I care about is that the games are cheap for me and I can buy them and download them and play them when I want. Um, but yep. clearly this is becoming a battleground. Well, competition, you know, it's always good. You know, that is the system we work in. And we, like you say, we haven't really had much. Uh, meanwhile, but it, you know, when you think about it, it's not just uh, competition. It's not just good for the 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 consumer. It's good for the you know the maker if they have a choice of where they can put their stuff. And you know, it is. I would I would say at this point, the more options developers have other than Steam, that gives them power to say, well, actually, if you're gonna if you're not gonna entice us to come along, and if you're just gonna entice the big boys, we'll go over here where they're gonna take. A much smaller cut of our games, anyway. See, I, I, I see this certainly with the way things are. Things panning out very badly for Valve because I, I think this actually compares to once you get into battling over how little commission you take on a sale, then it's really about how little money can you afford to make off this as a company. That's the competition. That's the the game of chicken. Who's going to blink first? Because yeah. Epic Games can say, well, we're only going to take 20%. And then Valve, in a couple of years, can go, well, we're down to 15 now. And it, it becomes this game of chicken. And when that happens... It could come you, back to bite Valve that they're not making games anymore. That, this is precisely what I was about to say. Because Epic it, are still making games. In fact, they're making a pretty big one at the moment. Look at, as an example, as a case study, look at Apple Music versus Spotify. Now, yeah. Spotify have no choice but to make their service profitable because that is their business. Mm -hmm. Apple never have to make a single fucking penny off Apple Music. They don't have to charge for it. They are doing, but they don't have to. And if you really wanted to get into a price battle with them, then you're not going to win because they can afford for it to be free with every iPhone. Yeah. And Spotify couldn't ever do anything like that. They have to charge money for it. And when you look at Epic Games, who are existing very nicely by making games and making a game engine that is licensed out, they don't have to make any fucking money off this store, ever. Yeah, doesn't matter. And that is another thing that they, you know, the the cool thing that they've done on with this is that another thing. Unreal Engine is very popular. It's a very yes, popular yes, engine is. for making games, and they've said not only will we take uh, you know a uh, smaller cut in general. But if you publish on our system, we will cover, we will basically, they're saying we will cover the licensing fee for using Unreal Engine. Mm -hmm. So suddenly everyone who uses Unreal Engine, which I think has a 5% uh, licensing fee on it, that's now essentially free for them if they publish on uh, the, the Epic Games Store. And they also have the, the cool thing that it is called the Epic Games Store because yeah. it's Epic Games, but it's also the Epic Games Store. They know what they're doing when they pick they, that now. Yeah. yeah, they do. Uh, it's also kind of funny because the Epic Launcher, as it is now, has like two games on it and a page for the Unreal Engine. So <laughs> it's going to be funny seeing that grow. They've added a couple of things to it already, yeah. I believe. A couple of things from the Game Awards are on it now. Uh, but we'll see how this goes. And I'm getting the feeling that this might eventually come down to... The game's being sold by companies that do other things. I am yeah. stunned, stunned that Amazon are not in on this. That is, yeah, I thought Amazon would have been building a thing, a games distribution thing. At the moment, all they do is sell Steam codes. Yeah. And, you know, 
PlayStation store downloads. They don't have their own thing. They ha- they have an app store. Amazon has I know. an app store. That's that's the biggest irony with it. They have an Android yeah. app store. Yeah, I'm stunned they don't have a a PC game store. That's true. That's that is weird. It must be fairly easy because they, yeah. again they could just run it like a let's just see if this works. We don't give a shit. Ten yeah. percent commission. Whatever. It's probably more than they're getting selling fucking Steam codes. Yeah, probably. You know, so... Okay, what else? Let's skip over the RTX thing, because it's okay. a bit dull. Uh, I, I was I was going to say that, because Emma, are you still awake? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, cool. Yeah, so... Mostly, leave... mostly with you, still. <laughs> yeah, there's basically a really expensive graphics card no one's going to buy. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much. 3D uh, Mark... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I don't have anything to say about any of it, really. So, if if That's if there's anything any of you want to jump onto, then feel free. to. No, I mean, leave no. it on the Google Doc because we no. we would have talked about it, but you know. Yeah, basically, uh, Nvidia announced the the Titan RTX, which is the you know this ridiculous high end version of the new RTX cards, two and a half grand. It's bigger. It's powerful. It's the one you really, 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 really shouldn't buy. Um, even, you know, I've been saying to people, like, if you really want RTA, if you really want ray tracing and stuff there, and you literally cannot, cannot wait to be without it, then certainly go ahead and buy one of the, you know, the new 2080 or 2070 cards. But I, I would have to say, even if you are really, really, even if you're one of those people, don't buy the Titan. That's fucking ridiculous. That's what my PC cost. (laughs) Yeah. Um... So yeah, yeah and, and they also announced that uh, 3D Mark, who do benchmarking tools, are finally back in January. They're going to have uh, a new uh, benchmarking tool out for uh, testing ray tracing, which may well be the second thing that you can do ray tracing on. Yeah, you can benchmark it, and you can play Battlefield Five. That's about it so far. Yeah, those cards so, are twelve hundred pounds. Yep. Or two and a half grand if you want the Titan. Yeah, which you don't, trust me. I do you, like you that they've don't. nicknamed it the, the T-Rex. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense, but I like that. <laughs> yeah, I can go with that. that Titan yeah. RTX, the T-Rex, yeah. Uh, a fan made a manual for Smash. I read it. It's really good. It's really well done. I, I, I appreciated this. And it's sort of, cause it, what's odd is that I, one of the reasons I don't, I really enjoyed Smash and uh, Smash Brothers Brawl, or no Melee. Melee was the second one. That was the the GameCube one. But I feel like in the years since, it's kind of like Pokemon in that it seems to have gotten remarkably complicated. Right. Yeah. There's all these different tactics and all this stuff, and it's probably not like that when you're sitting on the couch playing it against someone. That's just because the only you know. Uh, the competitive scene has gotten so huge and you know we hear about all this stuff that it sounds like it's hugely complicated but just reading through this manual made me realize it hasn't actually changed all that much you just press the a button a lot i think i basically yes and you know it sort of explains about you know it goes in depth into like the items i i mean like i had no idea how the um the final smash worked that that was a mechanic that was beyond me the the last one I played was the N sixty four one. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to. I've got the the Wii one and I've just never played it <laughs> because it's on yeah. the Wii. 
Right. Um, but I, uh, yeah. Anyway. But yeah, this was a really well put together, like impressive uh, guide to Smash, which, you know, kind of made me want to play it. So, Well, get yourself a Switch. I have no money. I know. I mm. spent it all on chocolate coins. <laughs> this was a false economy. <laughs> uh, a German retailer lists Assassin's Creed compilation for the Nintendo Switch. But you can't wait to not play that. I know, I can't. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's what will make me play them. It's not. I think this is just a ploy to make... Yeah, you know, you have, you've lost the PS4 to... <laughs> to well, and... you say that, but I'm kind of stuck with it at the moment. I'm kind of... Because you've put her onto the Switch? Yeah, I'm kind of looking across the room at my Switch longingly. <laughs> like, I've run out of... I've run out of ps4 games to play i was going to do red dead next but i asked for that fucking christmas the other day so so i can't get that so i'm like in this two-week limbo period of what we're going to do now luckily i've got the fishing game for the ps4 to to get to and i'm sure you have many many hours ahead of you of uh euro truck simulator some dlc dropped for that the other day so he's he's, you're uh you're well all right for that yeah i'm covered uh, and finally in the news, Ubisoft sets a two-year limit on Ubisoft club units, which I assume... Which are... fucks me off slightly. <laughs> um, well, no, because if you're in the... It's one of those things if you sign up just because it's like, oh, when you, you buy a new to. Assassin's Creed game, you have to. It's like, but sign up for the Assassin's Ubisoft club, you just give them your email address, go, oh, fuck, I don't care. And then you do what I did, is when I started playing Origins, it's like, oh, here's some free stuff you can have. And I was like, sweet, I'll have it. And I looked at it, and somehow, through the time that I'd signed up, and because I played every Assassin's Creed game and Far Cry, most of the Far Cries and stuff, I somehow accumulated like 2,000 Ubisoft yeah. club units. That's and I was, so basically, thing. I'm sitting on this gold mine of club units for, you know, for the one day that they might have something I care about. Because usually they just have, for club units, they have like, you know, oh, you can get a, a sword for Assassin's Creed or a gun, uh, uh, you know, a skin for right. Far Cry or something like that. So it's usually just useless shite like that. And, um, uh, for, you know, for, so for anyone on... uninitiated, you are in these points. Uh, basically, the whenever you sign into the Ubisoft Club while you're playing an Ubisoft game, it has its own uh, achievements. like achievements. Uh, yeah. But whenever you earn those achievements, the points that you earn, you can actually then spend them uh, to unlock. Like she said, it's it's usually like cosmetic uh, Things, like yeah. costumes, a few weapons, skins, stuff like that. So like at the moment with Odyssey, because you've got a ship. You can get like skins for your crew, or like skins for the ship, or um, like uh, skins for the horse. I'd insist on a crew with a skin. I would also, especially that salt water. It's gonna sting. Yeah. But I will. I will add that the actual decent shit that you might want for your crew or for your uh, is is under the banner of Helix credits, which is a different currency that Ubisoft have, which you pay for with money. There it is. So there it is. So that's the thing of they they're getting pissed off with people like me who are sitting on this pile of Ubisoft of points uh for you know and not using them. So they're now they're basically saying, right, we're gonna take them away from you, and of course people are like, No, don't take my free thing I didn't care about. Yeah. Um Um so yeah, uh that was enjoyable. Yeah. It's I'm an old one. It says it says that the uh the points that you have uh that are, you know, older than two years. Uh, will expire on April 1st. Maybe it's just a joke. It could be. It's not, though. No. It's a weird thing that they've done. 
that's the end of the news, everybody. Yep. It's to an end. This is the bit where we talk about what we've been playing and things. Mm-hmm. Still getting emails from Limited Run Games. <laughs> so, who, who would like to go first? Um, may I? You, you may. Go. I may. Yay. Um, right, so I, uh, like I say, I finished off the main storyline uh, in Red Dead Redemption 2. It took me a little while to uh, get around to it because I, I can say categorically now, uh, tips for anyone, you, you know, you two included who are planning to play the game, don't uh, get invested in doing the challenges. Uh, oh, yeah, these are the things like, you know, uh, take down seven stagecoaches and yeah, those sort of things. Yeah, yeah because I, uh, like I said, I, I finished off the bandit challenges and I'd done, uh, I think, the Master Hunter and something, but I, I basically had one set of challenges to do in the game to unlock sort of the final Deadeye upgrade, and it was the gambler challenges, and right. I thought they'd be the simplest. Basically... Um, they are challenges, a huge proponent of which is luck. Right, yeah, so the you first... have to basically like get so yeah. blackjack and things like that. It's not even like a skill thing like poker. Exactly. I Like I did the poker one, uh, I did, the blackjack one I did okay. Then I did the, uh, they have one that you have to bust out um, uh, like a, 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 a player at each of the different locations where you can play poker. And that one took a while because... When you first join the game, the pot is, you know, fairly small in all the locations. But say you lose once and you get busted out, you then can buy your way back in. But because you are you have to buy back in, everyone has more money. So it's even harder to bust someone out. And it got to the point where I was just pouring money into this game, making it harder and harder for myself to uh, to win. But even when I did that one, I then I had the the point where I gave up was uh, the one after that was you have to win uh, three games of dominoes without either you or the AI having to pick uh, a, a domino from the boneyard. No, that is hell. that is not just having to rely on your own luck. That is having to rely on the AI's luck. I genuinely, Jesus. I genuinely think that's potentially unachievable. Um, so I gave up on that, and I was ready to jump back into the game. But I had made what in my in sort of in the game's defense was a mistake on my part. I like I say I had done the bandit uh, quest line uh, of, of challenges. And one of the things about it is it involves you having to be a bit of a bastard. And returning from Red Dead Redemption 1 is the honor system. So uh, good deeds get you, you know, plus honor. Bad deeds, you know, get you net minus honor. And I thought it just did things like, uh, you know, uh, give you discounts in stores if your honor was high enough. I found out that actually your honor does affect certain story events. Not all of them. But certain key story, you know, certain uh, cutscenes and stuff change depending on where your honor is sitting at. Now, there are two ways there. And um, because of where I was in the story, I was like near the end and I was sitting with really bad negative uh, honor. And I wanted to, I was trying to do, a, you know, a, a good run through the game. There are two ways. There's basically one way to uh, inflate your honor quickly and that is to donate money to your in-game camp problem was where i am in the story i couldn't do that i I couldn't donate so 
the other thing is to do story missions and uh, make positive choices during those games. Do you know random stranger missions and stuff like that, and make good choices during them, which will get you significant amounts of honor. I didn't want to move forward with the story because I had really bad negative honor and I didn't know when the story was going to end. I didn't want to risk starting a chain of missions where I was going to end up, you know, with a bad ending. So the other way, every, you can greet any NPC in the game. You just, uh, you use hold L to target them and you can press uh, a square to uh, greet them or circle to antagonize them. And every third NPC that you greet gets you a tiny little bit of honor. Tiny so, little bit. So you've just been walking around. I walked around. Hello I to swear people. to God, I spent three hours walking around Saint Denis being the friendliest motherfucker <laughs> in the old West. Just, hey, mister. Hey, mister. Hey, mister. Hey, mister. Hey, mister. I say on it. it <laughs> Mike Carson, please come down and accept your game award for best voice acting. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm not doing the voice. But I got it up. But I'd sort of, with that and the the thing quest, I'd sort of, I I almost spoiled myself on the game. I I, I almost didn't want to play it anymore. But I, once I got my honor back up, and, but the thing is, even when you get your honor back up, the characters still remember. Like places where you've had a bounty, shops that you've robbed, when you walk into them, they'll still be like, I've got my eye on you. Uh, and you're sort of yeah, at your camp. Uh, the, your um, companions will walk up to you and say, will you please stop killing everyone? It's like, I just did it for a challenge. Leave me alone. But I got back into the story, and luckily it was able to sort of it was able to grab me again, and I really enjoyed it. Um, so now I am in, well, there's two epilogue chapters, and uh, I'm in those, and I'm um, I, I've yet to finish those. I don't know how long they are, but uh, it does mean that the other half of the map has suddenly opened up again. But uh, no spoilers, not going to spoil anything. Um, I really enjoyed the story. Really, uh, really liked uh, a lot of the characters. I think it sort of lives and dies on its characters, and on this one, they had some great stuff. Um, but yeah, that has been all I've been playing this week. Um, yeah, haven't even uh, like I say, there was a moment where I was tempted to jump into Hitman Two, but um, no, I managed to stick with Red Dead, and I'm glad I did. Fair so, enough. Yeah, it's a big game. Seems it. Yeah. Ever. But don't do the challenges. Do not do the challenges. I must say, with the original Red Dead, I sort of did some of them and kind of got fucked off with, you know, especially with the things we have to like pick a lot of herbs. So you pick them, yeah, yeah, and you go and do it, and then it's like go pick some more. It's like fuck off, it's on the other side of the map, and there's no fast travel. Yeah, oddly, that was one of the ones uh, I was doing the, uh, I think it's the survivalist challenges, and I was, yeah. I was just sort of working my way through them naturally, and it's uh, one of them was to eat four different varieties of berries. And never mind eating them, I couldn't fucking find four different ones. I just kept finding raspberries everywhere. It was weird. But yeah, it, um, one of the things about Red Dead is um, whenever you do start playing it, look up a, I feel no shame in doing this, look up uh, guides to things that you should know before you start playing. Yeah, like, uh, only the other day did I find out that you could abandon a mission while you were doing it. They hit, the, the way you access that is so awkward. It feels like a great game with 
some really awkward systems sort of bolted on top of it. I, I genuinely don't think anyone play tested the challenges system. And some of the, the menu systems are like really convoluted and poorly labeled and annoying to get through. Um, so yeah, look up sort of how you, uh, you know, shortcuts to doing things like I, I, for the first few weeks, I didn't know that you can hold start to go straight to the map. I was pressing start. That brings up the menu, which takes, because it's a fancy menu, it takes about half a second to come up. Then I hit the map, which then faded in the map. And I found out only a few weeks in that you can just hold the start button to go straight to the map. And that was like, that saved me. That made things just... See, that's good to know. Yeah, it was just good to know. It's weird how that little, tiny little pause between the thing you want to do and getting to it can annoy you. Mm. And how much more convenient it is to just be able to go straight to it. Oh, I know all about that pause. I hate that pause. Yeah. So, Emma, what have you been playing? Um, Back into my sort of shared uh, universe of of Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Hitman. Um, (laughs) Odyssey first, uh, because the first bit of major paid DLC dropped this week. Um, The way that they're doing it is that there's two big story arcs that they're doing as paid DLC, and then they're coming out in three chunks each. So rather than um, like it was with Origins, that there's sort of this huge, great other area of the map you have to go off to and um there's you know there's all the 15 hours of dlc content they're, mm-hmm. they're breaking up into three bits and it's on the existing map which is nice um oh, okay. so yeah i mean because there was this big empty area of the because the map is huge in, in odyssey um and so there was like this big empty area in sort of the top of the map and so they can they just put it all in up there basically oh, yeah. um yeah that's um, something so, I, I yeah go yeah, ahead well it's something i i've had a a thing in the back of my head that I it's a hope that I dare not I dare not give breath to but you know what put I was saying universe, about man. put it in the universe okay you know the way I was saying that the entire it was revealed before the game launched before Red Dead launched that the entire old map minus Mexico is in there mm-hmm. it's still there but it's there's not an awful lot to do in it like I say yeah. I'm in the, you're in the epilogue before the fucking th- you can actually go into it without like glitching into it there are ways to glitch into it but i never i never bothered with that so that's probably where they're gonna put the dlc then that's probably where they're gonna put the dlc but part of me was like yeah. they can't remap you know the as legend goes they can't really put you know port red dead redemption to any other system because apparently there was some sort of a massive fuck up with the source code someone lost huge chunks of it what if they redid red dead redemption yeah, maybe. What if they did the do that? There you go. Yeah. Re- Redux, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah. But anyway. So, yeah, um, with with this, I mean, you could go to that area of the map. It wasn't closed off in any way, but they, there wasn't any... I mean, you literally just went briefly went there for part of, you know, one of the main quests. And the construction signs <laughs> coming yeah, soon. Yeah, the construction coming soon. No, you could go all the way in it and explore, but there wasn't really anything there. Um, so... You know, when they put the DLC stuff all in that part of the map, there was no great surprise. But you remember the couple of weeks ago, I speculated that all the lore stuff was going to be in the DLC. Yep, it sure is. Um, I watched a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about Darius, the uh, first user of the Hidden Blade, the the guy who uh, assassinates Xerxes. Uh, Which King is of something the I, I complained about in Assassin's Creed Origin was where the fuck did the Hidden Blade come from? That's where he came from, came oh, from probably. Darius. Yeah. But it's still got to get to Egypt. So at the yeah. moment, it's in, it's in Macedonia and Greece. So, um, yeah, there's uh, I've completed sort of, because it's about basically a three-hour 
kind of chunk that they put out first. So I sort of cracked through that the other day. And um, they did, I mean, I enjoyed it, but they did do that narrative thing that I'm getting pissed off with now and saying, you gamer who's playing this game about killing people, you're terrible for killing people. It's like, <laughs> motherfucker, you didn't give me a choice. This is the whole game. If I don't kill people, I'm not playing it. Yeah. Stop fucking negging me about it. Because there's literally <laughs> one bit where the bloke goes, oh, it's terrible. All you do is kill. It's like, yes. It's called Assassin's Creed, bruv. Assassin. I kill people. That's what I do. Also, you forced me into this. You came at me. I was doing my own thing. I was literally chilling in part of the map. Then you came and tried to shank me. What do you want me to do about it? So there's this bit where, you know, obviously it gives you all the negging and all that stuff. And the dialogue options are like, I'm a monster and I'm not a monster. It's like, no, fuck you. I'm not a monster. Bollocks to you, mate. So I'm getting kind of fucked off with all these games that are basically about kill a bunch of people. And the game negs you for killing a bunch of people. Like, yeah, I get it. Okay, fine. But can I just have fun without getting lectured at for, you know, five minutes in one of these games? The only time I enjoyed that was Spec Ops The Line. But that was because it was kind of the whole point of the game. Yeah, that was the whole point of it. It's not (laughs) every game, which is what I feel like it is at the moment. I'm getting kind of yelled at for playing the game like it should be, unless I'm playing Hitman, which is (laughs) cheerfully lets me murder people in any way I see fit and doesn't yell at me. Um... So, yeah, I'm cracking through Hitman at the moment, still loving it. I've uh, I finished Sapienza, got through Marrakesh as well, finished that, and I'm nearly finished with Bangkok. I've got a couple more um, mastery levels to go in Bangkok. Um, so I think my favourite is still Sapienza of the levels I've played so far. Bangkok um, is the hotel, is it? Yeah, the Hibapan yes, Hotel. That's yes. the one. Yes, the Club 27 one. Yeah, um, yeah so, uh, yeah, it's kind of like Paris, but in a hotter place. <laughs> Paris, you know, the, like, yeah, yeah it, but but you know, because the hotel is essentially not dissimilar from the mansion you're in in Paris, really. Yeah. It's got some different rooms, got a couple of different basements, and sort of weird things you can do in in different places. But um, yeah, like essentially, it's kind of thematically like that. And Marrakesh was okay, but um, uh, there was a couple of kind of annoying things in it, like sort of just the gameplay for it i mean like because when you have to go into the the um the embassy yeah it's one of those places it's ludicrously easy to break into like too easy yeah um, jump a wall. and then <laughs> jump a wall and go in the door um that no Getting one's out. by um mm. is terrible yeah because yeah. um uh you know the people who can see through which disguise is very difficult to keep track of what floor you can go on to. I mean, it's probably deliberately like that, so you can't just stroll in, pop someone in the face, and then leave. Um, but, uh, yeah, I did find it a little bit, um, just a little bit, like, I, I wish there was kind of more creative ways to get into this place, rather than just jump the wall, go in the door, and then have to figure it out from there kind of thing. Um, and also, the big crowds made my Xbox sad. Really? Yeah, it got kind of chuggy there for a minute, like trying to load in because the, there's like a big yeah. kind of bazaar with loads of NPCs and all this sort of thing. And uh, yeah, it, it made my Xbox sad for a while. But um, yeah, so I sort of got through that. Also, I found Marrakesh, like getting up to level 20 mastery. I found that the most grindy to get to level 20 right. out of all of them. Um, you know, because like suit only silent assassin is very hard. Sniper Assassin is very hard. 
Um, so yeah, there were sort of um, some kind of grindy elements of me just kind of doing some some very random, very challenges and yeah. just saving it, coming back out, doing a little challenge, save, come back and sort of get up to the mastery. Whereas the other ones, it was a sort of a lot, quite a lot more organic and. Um, getting up to the getting up to the the top mastery was kind of like like oh I've done it sort of thing rather than like, oh shit I've got to find some challenges I can I can kind of knock out to to get up to level 20 mastery so um I think Sapienza is still my favorite I think um, as well Marrakesh even though it's probably sort of comparable with Sapienza in terms of like size of the map yeah. uh Sapienza it's a much friendlier sort of layout and more yes, distinct is, yeah. areas whereas Marrakesh there's a lot of very similar alleyways Yes. Like there um, are significant, the, you know, the chunks of it are different, like the compound and the the embassy and the back streets. But within each of those areas, it can be very samey. Yes. Yeah. And that I makes it right just, there. it's yeah. harder to memorize things. Yeah, it is actually. There were a couple of times where did I Did you sort push of... the guy into the printing press? Yes, I did push the guy into the printing press. Yeah, Always I fun. did. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. Um, I think my favorite one, I dropped the moose statue <laughs> on the guy in the embassy that was fun uh, um yeah i think what was my favorite one i've done so far uh so in bangkok i smothered the guy in his cake his own birthday cake oh yeah that's that was good. that was pretty great yeah so um, oh, such a pain in the ass too <laughs> oh, such a dickhead yeah um so um yeah it was uh it was fun to it's, I say it's just fun to do all this stuff i'm still loving it and like i say apart from marrakesh it's a little bit like uh um, I haven't found I, it. Funny too... enough, I found the. Uh, I remember when I was initially playing it, the thing you're saying about Mar- Marrakesh. I felt like specifically in um, in Bangkok in the hotel, the wing of the hotel where all of the uh, the rock star, you know, the rock stars the are yeah, the yeah. band's sort of wing of the hotel. I felt that felt very like Marrakesh in yeah, and of it itself. Did. It's um, very fiddly. Yeah. There's a lot of different. You know, you have to be disguises very aware of what the disguises are. Through what, yeah. yeah. Um, and there's yeah, nowhere, definitely. there's no, there's nowhere where you're completely safe because no, there's no. always someone close by who can see through whatever disguise you're in. There's no yeah, perfect because, disguise for that area. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. In most of these levels, there's kind of usually a disguise that will get you in nearly everywhere, and hardly anyone can see yeah. through. In Paris, like in, in Paris, helmet, oh, helmet, Cole. Oh, uh, yeah, helmet, yeah, yeah, no, helmet. Was, Kruger? Kruger, Kruger, sorry, Kruger. Yeah, Helmut Kruger. No, I can see you through that disguise. Um, There's only one of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's one of those ones that, um, you know, because no, because you basically look like him and yeah. you've got makeup on your face and things like that. No one can see through it. So you have basically entirely free reign to go anywhere in, yeah. in sort of upstairs, downstairs in it. Um, so there's usually a couple of disguises that are almost, that almost everyone will kind of ignore you in. Um but in um, in Marrakesh, I found that hard to find the one, yeah. especially in getting into the embassy. Like, yeah. cause I got into like the elite military officer one, and I thought that's got to be nearly everything, right? And I couldn't get up to the top floor in the embassy. Um, I couldn't get up there with my gun because normally, if you're a character that can carry a gun, you're allowed to carry a gun even through the frisk. And yeah, um, yeah there was things like wouldn't let me up the stairs because uh, you know and things like that. And I was just getting a bit like fucked off the only one i found that was quite good was the intern for the oh for the, yes uh, yeah for the uh for the embassy um yeah, yeah but yeah, just sort of think yeah 
uh, Bangkok has got an, uh, I haven't quite found the one that's almost universal yet in Bangkok because there's like one where you can dress up as the bug exterminator guy and I thought well it's got to be this one because the mask covers my face right but there is a receptionist in Bangkok that can see so far I've seen through every disguise I've put on Killer. can't he's in the middle of an open <laughs> an Damn open it. area um, so you have to just kind of run around and avoid him, you know, just kind of run through the yeah. detection cones or, or thing and just hope for the best. Um, yeah, so I've yet to find a disguise in, in, in Bangkok, which no one, every, nearly everyone will ignore you in. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, I must say, I'm kind of not looking forward to Colorado because it's four of the fuckers you've got to do in Colorado, isn't it? So, um, I enjoyed yeah. Colorado a lot more than some people did. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, because... Just, just because you know, from what pe- reading people have read, you know, because everywhere is hostile. Pretty um, much, yeah. Well, you start yeah. the game, you know, hostile. It's, you start the map hostile. There is no CF zone, but it's very easy to. I yeah, find it very easy to get, you know, an initial uh, disguise, and yeah. I quite enjoyed some of the stuff that's going on in there and some of the challenges. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Just obviously, just to just to do it sort of thing. But um, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing as well, where you're sort of trying to do multiple runs to kind of get the mastery up i mean where it's just two of them you can sort of go bang bang and you know and it's done whereas with this obviously to get all your points at the end you have to complete the level at some point so you're going to have to kill all four of them at some point so i think but just sort of some carefully considered playthroughs i think with that one will sort of minimize the the grind i think but um yeah i'm I'm looking forward to it actually because uh we're sort of a mix of trepidation and looking forward to it at the moment because he affords a lot to do at once yeah rich so yeah that's (laughs) been me yeah Yeah. okay cool i'm i'm gonna play more hitman this week i think cool so I finished Spider-Man this week. Did you do whatever a spider can? I did. I think I did. And I enjoyed it immensely. Um, I thought I was doing really well with the trophies till I compared what I had to you. Um, <laughs> I 100 presented it, yeah. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Because uh, I, was, I was trying for a couple of them. Uh, and I, I hit the wall when I realized that it wanted me to get full marks on all of the challenges. And I couldn't be bothered. The one challenge that I really uh, struggled with was the ones where you have to follow the drone. Yeah, they they're and difficult. fly through the checkpoints. Because what's interesting is that one. In order to get the top marks, you really have to uh, you have to be incredibly quick and incredibly accurate with the swinging. And what's funny about it is, it's the one part of the game which actually shows up some of the failures of their swinging system. The fact that so much of it is uh, the game doing it for you. Yeah. That whenever you are trying to then be precise and do very specific things very quickly, the game starts to get in your way. It's like sort of the sat-nav pushing you, know, pushing you yeah. out, uh, off, off the course that you actually want to be on. But I still did it. <laughs> it was a, a genuinely, I think I did one of the... One of the uh, the drone challenges, I, I think I must have done it about thirty times. Yeah, I couldn't I just, with that. I it started to piss me off, and I just thought, "You will not beat me. I'm the Spider Man." Oh, I I understand the frustration yeah. with it absolutely, yeah. and I I would like to have been able to get all of the outfits. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Um, I really enjoyed that. I've got all but two or three of them. Yeah. I'm I'm satisfied that I got my gameplay out of that game. Uh, and I really, really enjoyed it. 
so the best Spider-Man game ever. Oh, absolutely. I would say, by, yeah. by a country mile and further, by two country miles. Wow, that's a lot of country miles. It is. and It's double the usual hyperbole. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I recommend it to everyone. Um, yeah. If you've absolutely. got a PS4, th- this is why I'm glad I got a PS4. Games like that. Maybe, you know, maybe put it down. Maybe uh, wait for, well, when will the Game of the Year edition be out, even though it didn't win Game of the Year, but they all all games get a Game of the Year edition. Uh, I don't think all the DLCs out yet. It's not out yet. The The third bit of DLC will be launching, I was going to say next month, but this month, because we're in December now, um, the final third and final piece of DLC, because the, the DLC hasn't been hugely well-received. It's been, you know, more of the same, which isn't bad, but it's more of the same. So maybe wait yeah. until you can get it all included in the one package. Um, I might get some of the DLC. I do want to play. Yeah, I do. After playing the missions, you know, where you're tracking down, uh, what do you call her, Black Cat? I do want to play the heist missions now that she has. You know, she was the first DLC chunk. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the really... second was Hammerhead, who is like probably Marvel's least oft most often forgotten villain because he's a guy with a big head yeah which is weird yep so i played that and finished that uh been plugging on with my various truck simulators both american and euro you didn't respond to me whenever i pointed out that they were, they were having a big dlc oh, I, sale. I do apologize do you know what i did though i i bought some dlc uh, <laughs> so uh... I do like costing you money. Yeah, that was the thing. So I'll give you that satisfaction. I think I got Italy and France for Euro Truck Simulator. (laughs) I was tempted as well, but then I looked at Red Dead and I was like, no, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to get any play out of that. They're just so nice and relaxing. Yeah. Uh, I stand by the fact they are a digital train set, but with trucks, obviously. You know, that's what they are. Um, And it's a bit of fun. And yep. I've got a big truck with great artwork on it, which is always nice. Um, I feel like I've been playing other things and I'm forgetting. But no, it probably was a lot of Spider-Man, to be honest. Cause I, I what did you make of the story? It was great. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't cry or anything at any point. No. It was a standard Spider-Man story, but as the Spider-Man stories go, it was pretty good. Yeah, really. I, I it, um, yeah. Didn't have a problem with any of the characters that they used or didn't use or whatever. Yeah. It's it's all just a MacGuffin, isn't it? It's just bad guy wants to do bad things. Spider Man will stop him. Um, I thought it was a really good reinvention of some of the villains. I, to be honest, even counting myself as a Spider Man fan, I was unfamiliar with a lot of the villains. Really? I yeah. Don't know um there was one or two of them that i was tombstone i don't think i had any knowledge of um some of them have just never really left the comics yeah i think so if you've not you know i i'm the big ones get adapted over and over and over again yeah whereas the little ones uh so being british my spider-man exposure was cartoons and other things not Mm. not the comics so if they didn't make it out of the comics then i have no idea who mr negative is uh yeah you know, but it was it was fine. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Still didn't like the fucking creeping levels. <laughs> um, but that's that's just the way it goes. No game's perfect, except maybe God of War. That was a very good game. That was mm. that was a better game. <laughs> it it was. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
you know, but still, best Spider-Man game ever. Definitely, definitely worth it. Yeah, Spider-Man. You know, wasn't a better game than God of War, but uh, it was a better Spider-Man game than God of War. God of War. Yeah, it must be said, was a very bad Spider-Man game. It was fucking awful. As Spider-Man those... games go, it was shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so Even yeah. Red Dead Redemption is a slightly better Spider-Man game than God of War because at least you have a lasso, which is kind of like a web. Well, yeah, I see what you're saying. It does kind of move you closer there, doesn't it? It ticks one box. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's that's been me. Uh, I have got this month's Humble Bundle through. We should oh. have a competition because there's some codes, Steam codes I can give away here. Let's do a competition. Whose rectum is the most elastic? Not Send that kind us your of photos. competition. We'll just do a retweeted thing because we don't do that enough anyway. So, oh, now I seem to remember the last time we did this, we decided it would be better if there was a hashtag involved. Mm. Didn't we? Hashtag duffle kerfuffle. Okay. I was being I was being facetious. Well, but, why not? Okay. It, it wants to be something we can search for. Hashtag duffle kerfuffle. We put out a tweet or a Facebook post every week when the show comes out. We spread it on social media. So please retweeters or re-Facebookers, whatever, and use the hashtag uh, DuffelKafuffle. Uh, like I'll put links to those, to the things that should be retweeted or reposted on uh, the Simply Syndicated Facebook group, all of which you can find links to at the bottom of simplysyndicated.com. Uh, so in terms of the games, what have I got? See if you think it's worth giving away at all. It might just be shit. Uh, <laughs> but this month, the December Humble Bundle has Mega Man Legacy Collection, Jump Fire Fire. I'm keeping that one. Uh, Zombie Army Trilogy. Oh, people are like that. Well, I'm keeping that one. <laughs> uh, the Definitive Experience Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes plus the Phantom Pain plus some other DLC. Let's have competitions to win that. Yeah. Because I don't fucking want that. <laughs> so it's a, I've, it's yeah. a good game. It, it, okay. And I've, so I've got Steam codes for that. And that actually comes as three different Steam codes. Oh, right. Three separate things, but right? Okay. I'll do it. Well, let's do that as a whole thing, though. Uh, let me go to my key section of this website. I'll know exactly what I've got. So, right. So that's the thing. Uh, also, City Skylines plus After Dark DLC. That can be another one. So there are two. You've already got that, don't you? I've already got that. So that's that's two competition. This prizes. is how much we value our listeners. Well, you know. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah also it looks like there's something in the i don't know there's a few things we get into the smaller indie games that i have not much interest in after that so what where were we up to city skies it also has immortal redneck um which i'll keep that looks interesting perfect date perfect date is a cross between a visual novel dating sim and dark british comedy you, a human, will get to date cats and oh. uncover the secrets of the mysterious cat island. Oh, dear. I'm not going to play that. So if anybody wants to win that, start retweeting us. And then Seven, The Days Long Gone, which I know nothing about, but it has okay. mostly positive reviews. And Neuro... What? 
Voider, a twin-stick shooter RPG set in a cyber-futuristic world about brain shooting around evil robots with nuclear rocket launchers. Okay. That's a thing. And a game called Forager. If a game's title contains the word neuro, you don't need to, you don't need to state that it's a cyberpunk not yeah. Really, yeah, that's yeah. part of it. Uh, so that's this month's Humble Bundle. I still recommend that for PC gamers. It's I mean, and all those games are like nine pounds. That's that's what that cost. Next month, the three because they do an early play thing. So if you pay for your next month early, you get part of the bundle early. Right. right okay. So I and could, then yeah. So I could pay for the January one now, and then I will get early. Uh, just cause three double XL edition. Wizard Ooh. Legend or Wizard of Legend. I can't see on the artwork there. And uh, Project Cars 2, which is actually I was going to get anyway. Again, that's yeah. the game that's worth the that's 9 That's the pounds. sort of photo real racing game, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But I've got Just Cause 3, so that will be a prize next month. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I would like Just Cause 4, actually. If anybody wants to send me that, then please feel free to do so. Uh prefer cash though if i'm honest so that's that's us for this week uh thank you for listening everybody uh go and listen to our shows on simply syndicated.com i would like to also draw your attention to the fact that we have a christmas show out at the moment uh called simply syndicated at christmas and this is a podcast feed of all of the christmas special episodes that we've had on simply syndicated over the years um there's a crimes against food on there there's an albums you should hear on there there's two definitive words on there and i'm just going to keep putting out christmas specials between now and christmas and then it will go away it's not like a forever thing it's just a christmas thing hence the name simply syndicated at christmas and it's all on simply syndicated.com you can find it all there with spreaker and itunes subscription buttons and soundcloud and youtube and some of our shows are on iHeartRadio now. I think this yeah. one is. Yeah. Okay. I think. It was a checkbox on Spreaker, so I, I checked it. I think we might be on Spotify as well. But I haven't I can't I don't have that. So I don't know. Hello on Spotify. Um is that everything for now? I think that's everything for now. Go on it's all on the website. Have I said the name enough? Simply syndicated.com. Thank you for listening. Back next week. Until then, bye bye.